1: Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators and Catcher Predator. Why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests.
3: No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy. And then they touch your face, then you leave there and the next day you have pimples.
1: Fantastic conversation. He's
3: underground
1: in a lab, floating in a tank of water, because he almost died. And most important, no predators. We truly do have fun, don't we, team?
0: Do not take product if you are hypersensitive.
2: Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan. This is a comedy variety talk show where I talk to comedians, creators, and characters about the messiness of life. Life's been messy. And I want to thank you all for being patient with me as I kind of took a week off last week and didn't really release a comedy episode for you. But guess what, guys? I'm back at it. This week, I have two returning guests on the podcast. You've heard them both here before. They're both great friends of mine and great comedians here in Halifax. Back on the show is Chris Haleth and Kyle Barnett. And these two are just a blast to hang out with. And I figured what better way to kind of transition back into recording than to just have an easy episode with people I know can carry a conversation and bounce off each other. So it was a lot of fun. Um, We recorded tonight. And this is the episode. So I'm literally not doing a lot of editing with this one because of the quick turnaround. So I can hardly even remember what all we covered on this. But we did talk about how the guys have been dealing during this lockdown and not being on stage and sort of that transition back into doing comedy again. And we also talked about some relationship and dating stuff. So it was great. And just what I needed to get me back into the swing of things. Big thank you to Chris Halef and Kyle Barnett. Check these guys out. And Guys, if there's comedy in your city, in your town, make sure to check it out. Here in Halifax, um, there's still no comedy shows, but it's going to be happening pretty soon. Probably sometime in July. So I encourage you if you're a new listener and you're just kind of getting into this. I talk to comedians a lot on here. I love comedy even though I'm not a comedian and I just highly encourage you to support it and check it out when things get back up and running. Cannot say that enough. I am beyond excited to see a comedy show and I know all the comedians here in Halifax are just itching to get back up on stage. So please keep that in mind and come out to see some live comedy. Gonna keep this intro really quick because i <laughs> I just got to get right to it. It's freaking late. And this is a standard Rogan length episode, which, you know, that's what I do. Do make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you really dig it, you can leave an Apple podcast rating or review. It does really help out the show. Give Intoxicated Podcast a follow on Instagram. You can also follow on Facebook and on Twitter at in underscore toxicated. But as always, and what I always say, the best possible thing you can do for the show is to share it with your friends whether that's on social media or by word of mouth spread the word this is a Halifax-based podcast and it is focused on comedy so share the show with the comedy lovers in your life all of that being said I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode with Chris Halef and Kyle
1: Burnett hey I know, like I. <laughs>
3: I've never heard such filthy language in my entire life. Yeah. I, I haven't. <laughs> Did you really have to bring? Listen,
2: this isn't cancel <laughs> yeah. Sarah, okay? This isn't the yeah. cancel Sarah podcast.
3: Sarah yes. is over. <laughs> you no, know, there's Sarah an episode. Is over party. <laughs> there's an episode of uh, All in the Family with the uh, with the Jeffersons, and the the word, the, a particular word gets used, oh, really? and then Archie Bunker goes. Gee, I haven't used that word in eight years. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, this is the 70s, but also, holy shit. Mm. Did you ever see
1: um, Happy Days in its early seasons? Yes. You know the episode I'm talking about, right?
3: Yeah, 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 with with the drummer. The drummer. There's an episode where, okay.
1: No, there was one where uh, uh, the the dad had a, a friend who was black and oh, wow. uh he came uh to ask him to be his best man or whatever can like we have the wedding at your place or something like that something along those lines and the whole episode is just the entire neighborhood being uncomfortable with the fact that a black wow. guy is there it was dude in hindsight the the shit that is said and and uh you know the things that are kind of done in that episode it is so insane that that was okay at the time
2: oh, yeah
3: early 70s too mm-hmm Right after the, civil, the big, the, like, main civil rights uh, movement. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah.
2: Oh, guys, I have a fun <laughs> yeah. thing that I want to start doing, um, which is starting the episode with, and I'm kind of springing this. I meant to send this to you guys beforehand, <laughs> and I didn't. But starting the episode with an assumption about one another that's either silly... Okay. Like, just based on what you know of the person... Something you would predict or assume about them.
1: Okay, and, and what about my... Uh, something about, predict- like,
2: you would do one for me and Kyle. I would do oh, one for... Her. But now okay. I'm, like, I'm, like, having trouble thinking now of one. So we don't have to do that. If we well,
1: you know one. what? Like, well, here's what we'll do. Okay. We'll, let it per- we'll let it percolate. And then later <laughs> in the episode, percolate. maybe we'll actually have the idea in our head. You know what I mean? Or we'll be like, and, oh, I got one.
3: And by the way... Uh, Chris, thank you for using um, the word-a-day calendar I bought you for Christmas this year. I really appreciate that.
1: I really appreciate you. (laughs) I like like
2: the word percolate and I like the word ruminate.
1: Ruminate, ooh. Because I think they
2: mean the same thing, don't they?
1: uh, Ruminate is what happens when you have to be uh, in bed by (laughs) 8 (laughs) o'clock.
2: Wait, I don't get it.
3: Room in (laughs) English.
2: for fuck's sakes. (laughs)
3: Uh a word i like using is um egregious. Egregious is like, a good. Uh, my favorite talk show host is egregious Philbin.
1: <laughs> egregious <laughs> Philbin. <laughs> a word i i love to use is is hysteric. Like hysteric. you know, uh, yeah, you're being a, uh, you're being an hysteric. Like you know, yeah. just somebody somebody's kind of losing their shit or something like that. Yeah. I've, I've
2: used hysterical, hysterical, yeah, but hysteric. hysteric
1: was like something that like I feel like in sitcoms is kind of like throw it back to happy days, but like something like the, the wife would say to the husband right after like the husband punched a hole in the wall or something like that.
3: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, that classic. <laughs> where he just punches a hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it is yeah. like, I mean like husbands were so violent back then. Like they were so angry, like they wouldn't show them. Mm. You
3: know? uh, yeah. On um, I love Lucy. There's always a lot of a, uh open threats towards lucy's (laughs) life it was always kind of exaggerated i I feel like uh uh nice voice crack there kyle uh (laughs) i I feel like um honeymooners he was a lot more angry and then on i love lucy uh ricky ricardo was just more uh uh, given her grief
2: i never i never (laughs) watched i love lucy
3: i love Lucy's
1: great you're not like eighty, right? So like not you, yet,
2: Chris. Not yeah. yet. Well, you know what? Getting up there.
1: Well we're almost there.
3: You know? you know I don't really watch any media before or past nineteen nineties, Sarah. <laughs> 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 what about what about my demeanor and attitude would suggest I know any current references to pop culture? <laughs> current any, anytime
2: The nine you know the no neck guy? He's pretty big.
3: Yeah. Only because he looks like a, a certain comedian that came under which, fire, which we oh, won't yeah. talk
1: about. We won't no, talk about. I mean, like we can. It's just like, like, yeah. I, I think. Have, uh, I was gonna
2: say I have an interesting like point that I'm okay. still because, working out
1: in your head. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: I'll just say it now. Just see so what you guys think. But like, I don't personally like that people are like throwing around the pedophile term.
1: I agree. Because
2: I, I think that that's a very different thing. While what he did was not cool no, no, and not, not right, I don't think it's the same as fucking a child. I don't... Yeah.
1: F- yeah uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, Kyle, you go ahead and then I'll... Because I'll, well, I, I, I would... do have a bit to say on this, actually. Well, we can... Yeah. We'll
2: bring it up. Let's open the episode, how about? Um, no, <laughs> why
1: would we want to do that?
3: <laughs> um, all I'll say on the matter and we can drop it is that I, I really think go- uh, I have... Uh, two words describe uh, Chris Dalia, and that is uh, wet end.
2: <laughs> Could you also use those words to describe Chris' laugh?
3: Yes, you can actually. Yes, uh, he is a Chris on this podcast, and <laughs> he's, he's the only Chris comedian that I care about. Aw, oh, thank you, in, buddy. Uh, I, uh, in, I... the, uh, in, in the in the in the H R M, anyways. Yes,
1: you're you're one of two Kyle comedians I care about. Uh, Kyle Carpenter. <laughs> and kyle barnett
3: <laughs> and kyle i thought you were gonna say and kyle Canaan.
1: Well, no god damn it because i said you're what i was gonna try to make it seem like there was somebody else that i cared about and you weren't yeah. gonna be included it was gonna be a roast and i really i screwed the pooch
2: screwed the pooch do you know yeah, what you wet "end" that, means according to uh, uh urban dictionary
3: something pornographic i assume
1: say that again
2: oh Jesus Christ. Have you guys ever looked up the meaning of what end?
3: No, I assumed it was like a, like a like a match that got burnt out by water. Like, oh this mm. match doesn't work at work anymore and this person's uh, a burnt match.
2: No, yeah. it's it's the swollen uh, dripping end of a used and tired dick.
1: Wow. Um I've never used it for that reason.
3: No, I just I just you brought it up on me and Brandon's podcast one time and I just I sort did. Of, I, yeah, I, got, I I got I always
1: thought wet end was just kind of like, you know, somebody's a bit of a, a stick
3: in the mud or a whatever. Stick in
1: the mud like a curmudgeon or something like that.
3: A wet blanket. A wet blanket. A yeah. real
2: pain in the butt.
3: Yeah. And you brought Language. it up and I, and I just became obsessed with it and <laughs> used it all the whole time
1: know because i i think you can listen to the moment in that podcast where i say it where your mind starts to go i like that <laughs>
3: oh my god yeah. i like a, i like old expressions like 1950s kind of insults
1: oh it's, <laughs> there's nothing better there's nothing better than a good old-fashioned
3: insult ah in Do you ever watch those like old uh celebrity roasts from the 60s with like Dean martin and stuff oh yeah 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 They're great they're oh, fucking great they're fantastic <laughs>
1: Oh, they're great. I mean, like, and they're just so quick. I love those roasts because they were friends. You
3: know, I, mm. I think... Um, that's
2: the best kind. That's the best yeah. kind of roast.
3: I don't... I because, don't... like, when you're watching one, uh, I think it was Rob Lowe. Jimmy Carr was on there for some reason. And I just never got the... I just never got the connection between him and Rob Lowe.
1: Yeah. There's not, like... I mean, most of those roasts are... Uh, uh, I think the the only one recently that I can think of that was like kind of friends roasting friends was that James Franco roast, you know, the
3: like the was- one, uh, I feel like the Bob Saget yes. one.
1: Bob Saget. Yeah. But even then, like that was, that was over a decade ago. Now, when you think
2: of it, holy crap, so long ago. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. I like it. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're not friends with somebody, you can really go hard. Like I, some of the shit they say is so horrific. And I'm like, God damn dude. Like I, I,
2: I always <laughs> wonder about that. Like, Cause it's interesting. Like, do you talk to your friends beforehand to figure out what?
3: Uh, there's like, there's a there for there's like a Comedy Central committee that has yeah, fingers in that in like the roast
1: like fingers like you, in the cookie yeah. jar.
3: Yeah, in the uh, pie. That's yes, right. Like a proverbial, you know, the old comedy pie that we love to fuck eat. That <laughs> we,
1: uh, we love to eat, uh, to snag yeah. off of uh, an old lady's window ceiling.
3: Me and, me and me and Chris love to travel this great country and take a piece of the comedy pie from each province,
1: just so but, an old chunk of coal like we are can have a yeah. have a thing to eat every now and again.
3: You know, me and Chris going from uh, Halifax to Tadimgosh to, <laughs> to Moncton and back again, and
1: everywhere in between. <laughs> have
0: you ever I, 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 went to, I
3: went to I went to Newfoundland. Uh, oh, not that's to true. I I not uh, I don't. I've only really done in the marathon, so I haven't gone outside of, like, anywhere's like Montreal to do stand-up, though I would like to.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure. I would love to. Montreal's, like, a bucket with,
3: with stand-up city for me yeah, at West, too. Edmonton. I want to yep. go to Edmonton.
1: Oh, my God. Like, I hear great things about that scene.
3: Yeah. Uh, number one thing, it uh, it's not Halifax. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you... <laughs> You guys mess it though. Let's open this fucking episode, you guys. We're back in the Intoxicated Podcast.
3: Yeah, it's
2: been a sweet hot minute since I've recorded, um, but I'm very happy to be here with with two pals, two buddy pals,
3: two of, uh, two of Halifax's, Halifax's
2: bestest, most best best looking,
3: and brightest. <laughs> we're also we're also incredibly intelligent men. Smart. People and, are getting you know, really
1: liberal with the use of the word pal these days, aren't they, Kai? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, just jump in when you think of something funny, Chris.
2: <laughs> but we are here with Chris Halef is here. Chris is back. hmm And returning guest again, yeah. Kyle Barnett.
3: It's, this is number three, I think, besides the live shows. Number three.
2: Yeah, is this I only think your this second, my,
1: Chris? No, this is my third. Because I did oh, that's one, right, with show, one with Albert And now this is my third We're both yeah. uh, three-peats We're like the Michael Jordan of Halifax is, comedy When it comes to the like intoxicated a, podcast
3: there you go. This is like on SNL When they have like a, a guest returning for the seventh time
2: I mean that's just how it's going to be for a bit um, yeah. I could record with new people But I, I mm. like this better I think For the most part Over yeah, Zoom anyway over,
3: Interviewing
2: someone you don't know over Zoom is weird like, it's, it's different mm. if you meet them at a show and yeah. you get a feel for them.
3: You
1: want to get, like, a little bit of, yeah, exactly, a, 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 an idea of who they are. Because if you don't know them and they come to your place and they're, like, you know, recording with you, it's just like, well, I don't know anything about you. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I like seeing people stand up before I record with them. But that said, like, when I first had Brandon Michael on, I had no idea. I had never seen a stand-up.
1: Well, and if you did, you probably wouldn't have had him on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not true! Not yeah. true, Brandon, yeah, you
3: Don't be mean to poor Brandon.
2: Oh my gosh. But guys, yeah. we've been in uh, quarantine for three months. Mm-hmm.
3: Story, what was that?
2: How have you guys been dealing with these three months away from comedy?
3: Well, I did like a Instagram live show and uh, definitely the Zoom calls with everybody have uh, helped a lot. Yeah, the Zoom calls have
2: yeah. been off the hook, off the chain.
1: Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, comedy-wise, you know, I try to write. I'm writing down my thoughts, like, just to keep track of them now. Mm. And uh, I have a lot of stuff I'm ready to try. It's just, you know, a matter of when stand-up is back. In terms of actually keeping busy, I've had no problem, I, as you guys know, like with work and all that crap, right? So, but, um yeah, I, I really miss it. And with... The uh, the extension of groups, like the increase to 50 gatherings or whatever. I feel like we're going to be back soon.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Such good news today. I. Oh, my. Oh, my Lord.
3: Yeah. At least sometime, like, early to mid-July, I'm assuming.
2: Hopefully early. Like, what are they? I mean, no. honestly, like, maybe I'm just mega impatient, but.
3: Maybe. It could be just, like, trying to, like, get in contact with the bar owners. That's, yeah. Well, you sad. know, I. Like, I know Catherine is close enough with the Barely's that it can happen anytime she wants. But, like, with someone like Dave, it might be a little harder to, like, strong arm Oasis into doing uh, live shows again.
1: It's true. And also, like, they are businesses. So they, they want to make sure if they're going to have, like, events that require, like, groups of people to show up, they want to make sure that, I guess, we're COVID free for a while. I mean, we're nine days straight now. Yeah. Um, but, you know. We'll uh, mm. we'll see. I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy that I can actually like, you know, see you guys and and not yeah. have to social distance.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 uh, that's the important part right there, Chris.
2: To, Honestly, to Kyle, touch.
1: you know what? It's uh, it, nothing like a good old fashioned touching your friends. Eh, Kai? <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Love, that's a club I'm going to take on a contacting post. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I love a, I, I love a good uh, extended handshake and just, like, holding my friend's hand for s- anywhere between seven seconds and uh, 18 minutes. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. What about the lingering hug? Um,
3: oh, I love the lingering hug.
1: Nothing like a good old-fashioned lingering hug, you know? Uh, anytime, uh, like, when I see Kyle, I'm going to hug mm. the shit out of him. And I'm not going to let him go. Are you I serious, can't... though? Oh, my God. Dude, yeah, honestly, absolutely. like, um... Kyle, I'm going to suffocate him. Like, mm. That's right, be... because,
2: Chris, you weren't. Okay, so let's we're going to catch the people up because a lot's been going on. So one thing I want to bring up for context, because uh, it, might, it might be mentioned a bunch of times in this episode Back at the start of this, when I started debates, I started a group chat, and that group chat has mutated into a beast that we cannot um, control, contain. Mm. Um, we it's have, developed a life of its own. <laughs> it has a life of its own. It's a shit ton of people. There clearly mm. have been people who have dropped off entirely, and then there's people who are in there all the time talking, and it is just... Number one, I'm so thankful for it because it's been great, Mm. like, just to be able to interact with people every day. But it is hilarious to me how you take a couple hours away from it, and you come back to, like, 99 plus unread messages.
3: Oh, God, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's far more than 99. Just the other day, like, I I took a break, and then I came back 393
2: (laughs) unread
3: messages.
1: Oh, my God!
3: I mean, dude, like, that's a Stephen King novel. It is. Um, today's episode is brought to you by a Stephen King novel.
0: Ooh.
3: I haven't even started this yet. <laughs> my roommate gave it to me. I was like, "Sure, I'll." Probably it looks really read. thick. And and today's
1: yep. podcast also brought to you by Dragon Ball Z.
3: Oh my god, that's an amazing cup. I was going to ask if there was a Dragon Ball Z cup. I used to have on my old computer the entire Dragon Ball Z. Uh, really. I didn't yeah, know that like, you were
1: into Dragon Ball Z, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved uh, it as a kid, and I got back into it, and I have every, I have it so with every saga, like, in its oh, own time. yeah.
1: I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I, uh, it's, it, it's, it's right up in probably my top three favorite shows ever of mm. anything. Like it, me, like my childhood, my teenage years, even college years. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z. It's awesome. It's so fun. I love it, yeah, man.
2: Chris is con- is just spreading the word.
1: I know you're the one who got Vaughn
2: into yeah,
0: it. Yeah, the uh, late
1: Andrew Vaughn. Yeah, I got like we talked but, about it that uh, night. He messaged me and he goes, "I'm already like ten episodes in. I ordered a, a Funko Pop or whatever the fuck those things are." Yeah,
3: I, I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't into before, but uh, hey, good on you for uh, getting the word out on that little-known series. I'm sure they'll get a. I'm sure they'll get another season, eh?
1: Yeah, that's right. Hopefully, we'll see. Oh you know, they got gosh. a big I love following how quick he Oh my God! Yeah, yeah he he balls to the wall, you know. Oh God!
3: I hope he finished it. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, that's not something I want to take to the grave, not knowing- <laughs> I,
2: I always, you know, what I do think about sometimes is what Andrew, like, how long Andrew Vaughn would have lasted in the group chat if we put him in there.
1: Uh, like he would have been out like day one, day one. Vaughn he like would have said something
2: right. and then left
1: yeah i feel like who was it um wasn't it like when freed started that like that uh group chat oh, for the roast or something yeah. like that like immediately two people le- and i think vaughn was one of them He mm-hmm. was just like no like he just i i think and i love that about andrew he had like a very like you know a short fuse for like you know bullshit or you know he wouldn't tolerate a lot of guff
3: a lot of uh a lot of horse feathers
1: Oh, yeah, he he wasn't really into uh, ruffling feathers. He wasn't. I don't
0: know. I, whenever doesn't...
2: someone says ruffle feathers, I always I guess there was like a moment on Survivor where someone meant to say that, and instead mm. they said rustle feathers.
1: <laughs> That's fun.
0: <laughs> and it, like
2: they got <laughs> such hell for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Mitch. But I the group
2: that. chat is the group chat is awesome and like so easy to get. Like just waste hours in it. Not waste. That's the wrong word.
1: No, no, Spend. waste is the right one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. And boy, if you're not part of that group chat, <laughs> yeah. you're not. Uh, you're not one of a uh, uh, Halifax's it people. <laughs> <laughs> you know why we're in the it crowd of Halifax comedy when we're in that group chat? That's right. You know, there's an old uh, old saying that uh, if you're in the if you're in that group chat, you, you've made it.
2: Oh my gosh, that follows in nice to my next question. Okay, so let's say mm, a couple days from now, there's a mic that's going to happen, and Mm -hmm. let's say Mm -hmm. for sure you guys would be on it. Yeah. And they gave you the option, you can either bullet or go last. Which one would you pick?
1: Mm. Uh, I'll start because, uh, yeah i'll st- I'll start uh here's the thing uh, last if it's not oasis <laughs> yeah. because oasis it's gonna be like twenty people like eight of them new and then by the time like they get to the fucking like last person closing it out everybody's just exhausted so I would bullet there but uh yeah. otherwise last at like you know I mean Barely's or like sniglies or anything like that for the most part i I like better, but bullet is is definitely more of a challenge, you know. So that's honestly, nice. like I don't care, dude. I'll I'll eat a dick uh as a bullet, just to get up there again. So
2: that's another soundbite I can clip up out of context there.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll eat a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, nothing to, to like go eating. on stage. <laughs> oh. Ooh, thank, god I got that out. thank god man i was curious because
2: about- i know that uh nikki glazer she does like a daily podcast and she was yeah. t- uh she recently did a show in quarantine and she was talking to her friend about it, and her friend bullet like was the bullet and they were talking mm. about just how terrifying that is after so long to be the person yeah. that sets the tone her,
3: yeah, like, I I hope this it,
2: is I'll, comedy it, like, co- like comedy's back and like everyone's going to be rusty but like they're the ones that like go first and yeah. everybody is watching them.
1: Well, technically the host would be the one going first.
2: True. Uh, oh, that's true.
1: But yeah, yeah, either way, yeah, it would be tough. But I honestly think that I don't know about you Kyle, but like I think maybe a few shows, like let's say one week and you have like three or four mics that week. I think mm. after like you know that week, you're pretty much back. You're like, okay, I've I've shaken yeah, the, off the,
3: of the. the fourth one for sure.
1: Yeah, I I think it's uh, yeah. I mean, like you know, <laughs> might have to relearn how to take a mic out of a stand and.
3: I'll, also, like my let's not. That's not telling any tales out of school here. My character is... like My onstage persona is already broken and shambled, so it's not gonna seem like I took three months off at any point. <laughs> Let's just be honest. We're not gonna see any difference between... My is that a good stuff.
2: thing or a bad thing, though? That's a uh, that's that's good, a good thing, thing, isn't it? I'm, yeah, it's, it's what less... they call the...
3: Uh, that's what they call in the business uh, unmarketable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't think, think that that's the case at all, Kyle. Sorry,
3: my... Um, <clears throat> I
1: think I'm somewhat similar not like Kyle but like I'm a little bit more loose on stage so like yeah. it might still be fine for me but mm. for somebody like maybe a Martin or something like that short like like very good word economy type of jokes uh, it might be a, like uh, it might take him a couple of shows to shake off the rust but I don't mm. know yeah. who knows who knows.
2: I mean, like, you'd have to be silly not to address the fact that it's like, yeah, we haven't done this in so fucking long.
1: But like, the thing is, if you are closing out the show, every other person's going to be saying that. So it's almost like, you That's know. why
2: I wonder about, like, the order thing, because yeah. I know that there's, like, kind of a debate going around about, oh, th- ooh, I can ask you guys this, too, about COVID-related jokes. And, like, mm. should you do them? Should you not do them? Like... How do you do them? Is there a way to do them that's not like I, I plan? On, I hack?
3: personally, I plan on doing no COVID jokes Same. at all.
2: None. Same. Um,
3: no, because we, me and Chris, were talking about this. I just don't want people to have to like think about COVID because yeah. they just fucking got over it. Also, what am I going to add to the table that hasn't been said on Twitter, <laughs> thousand times the last three months? Oh.
1: God, it, exactly. I and look, if you can do COVID jokes, if somebody wants to get up and do COVID jokes, you can. Like, I, yeah. I would never tell somebody how to do their act, but you know, have an original take on it. The whole like, oh, you know, I loved it. I'm an introvert, anyways, or whatever. Like, get the fuck out of here, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: I'm. I'm with Kyle. Like, I almost think that like when audiences come back, they want to hear. Maybe they want you to address it a little bit, but for the most part, they just want to get over it. Like, hey, let's talk about something else.
2: Yeah, I feel like like it's um, one of those things where if it's done, it has to be done very briefly, like in a joke. Like... Whether that's to, like, set up context. Like, because I think about that joke I made that I would like to... If I ever do stand-up, I would like to take it to stage. It's a good joke. The the immediate family bubble and calling it... Very good joke. Like, I like that, but there's no way I can get around that without being like, oh, yeah, we went through a quarantine, and then they introduced an immediate family bubble.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's almost one of those ones. You you did it at the time on Facebook, and it was, like, you know, it was perfectly timed. Right. But in terms of, like...
2: (laughs) Putting it on a stage. Yeah, putting it on stage, like, eight
1: months after. Like, it'd be like, oh, you remember this? Uh, You'd have to do a lot of backstory in order to, like, you know, make it work. That's right. I don't know. What the fuck do I know?
2: Yeah. No, I I think you guys know a lot. You've been doing that. What do do I
3: know? None of this matters. I (laughs) joke about (laughs) toilet paper and birds. So (laughs) (laughs) what do I know?
1: Fucking joke around about goddamn turtlenecks on white people. Like, I'm not exactly, like, you know, a, a, a poignant type of act you know so i'm fine with that
3: (laughs) someone like uh, i someone like travis could get away with it for sure
1: travis uh what talking about that yeah i mean like that's kind of like what his whole act is kind of autobiographical about what's happening in his life currently and if COVID's happening i'm imagining he's going to talk about it
2: Mm -hmm. and especially even like the like you know all the stuff going on now with black lives matter he probably has some good stuff too
3: yeah yeah for sure
1: yeah, old, uh, Travis Gatsby just gets up there and
3: <laughs> <laughs> Travis Gatsby. Do you guys yeah. think that's,
2: that you'll need a lot of good. time? That's good. That's good.
3: And it's pissing me off that it's like
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Gatsby. Jesus.
1: I love you, Travis. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be funny to see Travis just come back in a leather jacket with a cigarette just uh just very very topical these days. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you guys think you'd need a lot of time to pr- like to prepare a set? Like let's no you just you just run with it
3: i'm already kind of thinking about set lists in a a very loose sense Mm -hmm. same i'm like i'm kind of like hypothesizing and just like writing down possible set lists because i do plan on um working on some old jokes um for a project next year so like i want to start like reworking old jokes i might have even like I'll st- I'll work on new material here and there for sure. Like obviously, I'm not just gonna do old jokes all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: um, for the first couple of weeks back, I definitely want to shake the rust by working on old jokes first.
1: Yeah, to get that confidence back at the That's very least by doing. So. I
3: know if I know this has worked before COVID, then I know it will work now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a. Can... Uh, I I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. I didn't mean. No, that. I was just
3: saying then. You know, I can throw in maybe a couple new ideas amongst all the older stuff. Yeah.
1: I have a bunch of new stuff that I want to try that I'm going to mix in. Like I, my thing is like my stuff is a little long, not longer form, but a little bit longer than a, a, an Albert Coombs type of joke. So like, I can only go up with like, you know, five bits at a time. And that takes me to about seven minutes. So I might throw like one or two new bits in there. But the stuff that I'm doing that I plan on doing that's new, I'm going to mix it in with stuff that's old that has the same type of theme. I want to get back and do things that have more of a running theme. Like I want my set to have more of an arc as opposed to being non sequitur and like just Mm. switching topics abruptly because, uh, you know, I'm... I, I think Kyle and Albert do that greatly, like uh, greatly. I don't even know if that's a fucking word, but like, I think they do that great. I think that uh, that non-sequitur stuff, but it doesn't really work for me personally.
2: Look at your big words. non Yeah, non. What was that word you used? Non- Non-sec- non-secular.
3: Non-secular and uh, greatly. <laughs> That's okay. We know English is my first language anyways.
1: Anyways, I, I still believe in <laughs> I just got the joke. You fucking prick.
3: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but also like, I do want to like maybe try and uh, theme some quicker jokes together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yours yeah, are fairly you quick them.
2: though, aren't they? Generally.
3: Yeah. They can be. I, I have a mixed length. Sometimes I'll like just do just short short jokes and sometimes I'll do ones that are like one to two minutes and sometimes I'll mm-hmm. even mix them about however I please, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like a it's like a mixed bag of tricks, as they say. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: Kyle goes up there with a duffel bag and he, he reaches in and he goes, Ah, I got another joke for you right here.
3: <laughs> I do I do have this thing I like doing where I'll take either like my paperclip joke or my old reliable ghost joke and just walk it along as far as possible at the very end of my set like i'll just start off with like four or five quick jokes and take no more than 4 minutes and like the next 3 minutes are just this like long walk of like an old joke just expanded as far as possible
1: <laughs> yeah i know yeah. i love it when you do that i love it when you do that play around with it and all that stuff you know, just
3: have fun, you know, just explore the world that I, that that joke lives in, you know, explore, you know, make a little, build a little universe or whatever. You know, well, that's, fun.
1: that's yeah. what comedy is, Kyle. Uh, you know, you and I are like explorers.
3: Yeah, we're like, uh, <laughs> we're like explorers here.
1: Yeah, you know, think of it like, uh, like, um, um, I'm uh, I'm Magellan and uh you're uh Christopher Columbus or Jacques de cotier or something yeah. like that and <laughs> and what we do is we're we're, we're traveling the world and in, in discover in to discover new land but in our case discover new jokes and uh, hopefully have what? a few laughs along the way
3: that's 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 the that's the point of it really
1: you know what honestly there's nothing nothing like a good old fashioned point of it anyway you know <laughs>
3: Yeah, love it. it's just like
0: jesus
2: christ
3: when you really get into the 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 meat and potatoes of life (laughs) well what i was uh, gonna say
2: was we were gonna try to throw in that at some point during this episode we're gonna talk about assumptions of each other but i do have a question for you guys uh Mm -hmm. because you guys are, are are buds or at least that's what you make people think sometimes um what were your guys what were your guys' first impressions
3: of other? I, want, I Maybe, wanna see you go first, Chris, because I, I know I know what you're gonna say.
1: I, I thought Kyle was a bit of a dick. Like, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say a dick. And, I just
3: And how right you are.
1: Uh, we, what first met, we first met at Freeman's back when it was a mic and um, Joe Harfouche was hosting that night. Right. I remember I was there. Kyle showed up and Sam Bartle was also there. And Kyle was super quiet. Like Sam and I knew each other. So we started talking. And Kyle was just very quiet, but like to the point where he was so standoffish. And I don't think he meant to be. I think he was just. Yeah. Hold on one second, Kyle. Hold on. Hold on. And uh, at one point, I uh, I go, uh, hi, I'm I'm Chris, and uh, he goes, okay, first of all, don't touch me. <laughs> did
3: yeah. he really uh, say that? I said, no. I said to you, I said to you, uh, I I will both uh, surpass you as a man and a comedian.
1: <laughs> it was like don't two you... sets, in at that point, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we proceeded to do comedy in front of, I think it was an Indian family who was definitely not there for comedy, and uh, yeah, no. we all we all did horribly that night. Yeah, <laughs> this was, was
2: Freeman's and, uh, and Fairview.
1: Fairview, you. Fair of you. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, but that was my first impression of Kyle. I, it, I just I thought don't... I, he was just, uh, I wouldn't say standoffish. I could just tell he was shy. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I, I don't quite remember my first impression outside of like just seeing you for the first time. Cause I was just getting back into it after a bit of a hiatus. So I didn't really know any of the new people at all. And, uh, there was something. that's like I think my only thought, and I don't. I never really meant this in any way. And obviously, you've gone to prove me wrong. It's like this guy's a little bit arrogant for, mm. for a new guy, a newcomer.
0: <laughs> no, you. <laughs> that's
3: not. all. And obviously, obviously, you wouldn't have prove me wrong.
1: No, no, no. You're right. I, I don't. I think that's more of a defense mechanism on my part. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's definitely like if it Especially- came off that I was. Sorry, continue. No, I was just going to say if it came off that I was arrogant or like overly confident, that's just me putting on a front. Yeah, because inside I was like terrified.
3: Sure, you know? I, I get so, that.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
3: But then we
1: went on to—I um, don't even know when we started truly becoming close. There, Kyle. Like it just—I
3: I think like was, a couple shows at High Life that we definitely like. You—you you gave me a drive home one time, pretty early high on, high on into a friendship.
1: I remember that, and yeah, because I, <laughs> I remember. I think we were
3: really. I think it was really m- 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 like, just like past, like like 2018 and 2019. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Twenty
1: nine, probably early 2019, I would say.
3: Because whenever the Oasis room started happening, it was when we really started talking. We really got the the ball rolling on our friendship, you know.
1: You know, it really snowballed into a beautiful friendship.
3: You know, really, uh. <laughs> We really got into the, the meat and potatoes of a, of a good relationship.
1: We got down to brass tacks.
2: Oh, I we love did. that saying. I love that saying. Yeah, meat and potatoes?
3: It's... Yeah, me too. Both.
2: <laughs> just... I'm trying, I don't remember the moment I, just I met you. Me
3: pulling out a, a plate of meat and potatoes. Love meat and potatoes. That's right. From Ganesh, of course cool. I do. Mm. Classic act out joke. I
2: honestly, I don't, do you guys remember meeting me for the first time? Because I don't remember the moment. I Uh, like.
1: I'll let you start, Kyle. We'll 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 take turns because last time I started. How about you start this time, and then we'll just keep it going that way.
3: Definitely, uh, definitely sniggly weeklies. I think maybe. Yeah, I feel like you were hanging out there a lot when we first. It's so
2: strange because like you make you make comedy friends. uh, Like I've made so many comedy friends that like. It just feels this. This is gonna sound cheesy, but I'm just like, oh yeah, they're just always my friends. Like, and I don't, I don't remember no, I the that. moment it became friends. Like, well, yeah, yeah,
1: that's
0: normal.
2: A friendship like, I couldn't tell
1: you the moment I became friends with. I can tell you the moment I became friends with a couple of my early childhood friends because that's just you're you're a child at that point. You don't have a lot of memories, so it's just kind of etched in there. That's right. But I think you. I, I think I met you at Gus's, and I think you came up to me after one time. And then you told me, uh, "Hey, I'm, a, I'm Sarah, intoxicated." I think I kind of knew of you, and you said, "Great set." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And then you, you—I think that's when you were like, "Yeah, I'd love to have you do the podcast sometime." And then that's when I.
2: Oh, kind of- okay. Uh-huh. And then,
3: and then Chris obviously went on to say, uh, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, "Yeah,
1: no." I'll, I said, "I'll think about it."
3: <laughs> um, actually, I do think I met you at, at Gus's too. Me. One time, first, yeah, I remember you introducing yourself to me. Well, um, I remember,
2: Kyle, you were one that I, I had heard of before I actually knew you.
3: Yeah. It's more
2: <laughs> Like, like, I, like. Seriously. No, just in the sense that, like, you've just, been around um, longer, right. and, like, I heard the name through the grapevine. I heard it through the grapevine. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, that's a good what one. A, that's a good
3: one. Yeah. A, I like that song. What a crappy grapevine that is. Oh. <laughs> Three wilted grapes. and You need uh, to
1: find yourself a new vineyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, one with a uh, meat and potatoes.
1: <laughs> hey, callback. Let's get down to brass tacks. Double callback. So here's the thing. Brass I think. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus Christ,
1: that's the photo right there.
3: That's that's that's, that's the cover. Meat, it's meat and potatoes and brass tacks with Chris and Kyle Barnett. Uh, there's
1: the there's your title right there. Meat <laughs> and potatoes.
2: Yes.
3: I'm meat and crisp potatoes. That's right. Together we are... I would have
2: put it the other way around. To be meat
3: honest. and potato- Yeah, I'd say so. Chris is much meatier than I am. it <laughs> so- <laughs> he doesn't a, do matter, I guess. He's got uh- a thick rump.
1: <laughs> hey, man, like, you know what? Uh, look who's talking. Okay. Hey! Uh, we're having fun.
2: I actually... I'm very excited for this episode because this is, like, the first ever sponsored episode oh, of the show. Yeah, it is. and actually Isn't this it? is all thanks to kyle kyle secured. i got i got intoxicated a, great... a sponsor before his own podcast
3: that uh, uh yeah that might be true i not keep i didn't prepare much um but um i got a good one
2: we have a sponsor uh,
3: it took me years to get this it took me Dedicated. 18 years um this is a Today's episode, this week's episode, is brought to you by E.G. Gregg's Eggs in Bags. Hey, eggheads! Nothing beats uh, being depressed and only eating eggs for every meal. That's why E.G. Greg's is a source for you. These are eggs directly imported from Baghdad for all you egg-bag egg-dads. Get them in a box of 1,000 or 5,000. That's, uh, once again, E.G. Greggs Eggs and Bags.
2: E.G. Greg's Eggs yeah. and Bags. You really have to... in
3: No, in, in bags in, to come in bags. In
2: bags. So can't be like
3: You can't be like, uh, no, they're just fucking raw and ready to go.
2: Ew.
1: Well, congratulations, guys. That's a great sponsor to have.
2: It, it, it's very, very fitting because it, it took seems me months trashy. To get.
3: Um, it took me it uh, two
2: pocket. days to get that. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Kyle.
3: Hey, no worries. Is there a discount code that I'm people using.
2: can use to, um...
3: No. You just gotta go in and get them. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's no discount.
2: <laughs> no discount hey, There's no, discount
3: there's no hey, kickback either.
2: There's no kickback.
3: <laughs> you, can, uh, you can say my name. You can say my name if you want. I don't care. I <laughs> well, probably like, don't care.
2: Tell them Kyle's
1: like... I mean, it costs quite other, like, a bit of money to get that that sponsor there. So, like, if anything, you're going to be buying the eggs at a markup. You know, it's going to be more expensive than you would have bought them if it wasn't a sponsor. So,
3: and you can get a bag of a thousand for um
2: God, yeah. that's so many eggs. Five, I just love six. eggs, though. I mean, there there's been days where I've only eaten eggs. I've
3: they do. Never... They they mix up the eggs too. There's different kinds of eggs. There's all like um, kinds of eggs. There's like eggs that expired two weeks ago. <laughs> there are eggs that expired three months ago. You just and don't there, know. And there are live chickens in the bag too. So oh that's god, a, that's a pre egg. You know, a pre egg. That's what I call chickens.
2: <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs>
3: hmm.
1: Hold on, pre egg, preg, pregnant. Is that why they call it pregnant? Yeah, pre egg pre-egg how about that look at that nothing like a good old-fashioned
3: lesson no if it it would be uh it would be pregnant pregnant yeah that's
1: true
2: that's wild
3: do you guys ever hear the expression um i don't know if this is even real or if i just thought of it myself uh pregnant with joy i think i've heard of
2: that yes i've heard that
3: but I don't know if it's like an expression of happiness or it's just like, oh, I see you're pregnant with joy, and the person's like, yes, my uh, son will be named Joy. The son.
2: I feel like Joy is more of a female name.
3: Uh, twenty twenty. I don't think so. Maybe no. not.
2: I mean. It's I mean, a dumb it's, name.
1: It's wow. Okay, so you know, Sarah. But, you know,
3: babies are. You know, I know.
2: Sarah you noticed, is. Noticed, do you know why I like my name? It means Why? Pri-
1: because we don't? No, go ahead. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm
2: kidding. Because <laughs> it means princess.
1: Really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: And my middle name is Louise, which means warrior. So oh, put it together. Wow. I'm Wonder pri- Woman.
1: You're a princess warrior.
2: I'm a warrior princess.
1: Isn't that Xena?
2: Um, it's also... But it's also... Yes.
3: Um, it's also um, Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman.
2: Wonder Woman. Yeah, they're both... I mean, Wonder is just more glam. And...
3: Mm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based upon Greek mythology in certain
1: um Yeah, yeah. Greek and Roman and all that crap. Norse Turkish Turkish, Turkish mythology. Absolutely. Um
2: Oh my gosh. Do you guys want to get controversial. Yes. Okay, so I've I've devised some questions that I think I'm gonna start asking like to like every episode to people. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, what is an unpopular opinion that you have? So this can be.
3: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this can be.
2: This can also just be silly and stupid.
3: Yeah, that's true. Most I of think most mind. of my
1: thoughts are like, here's the thing. If I have an unpopular opinion, I want people to know right off the bat that I haven't thought about it hard and it's not like I, I'm married to it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so easy to ch- convince otherwise. But I think yeah. I think I said it on your podcast, Sarah. I think I said something along the lines of uh, people who don't want to have kids uh, n- are not allowed to have an opinion on anything. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah it's like. Uh, people who
2: don't want to have kids?
1: Yeah, like, you know, that whole movement of people who don't want to have children. It's like, I don't want to bring a, children, a child into this world, and yet they're like, the most outspoken person. And I think that's fine and all, but like. I mean, years from now, I think that the left and the right are going to go to war. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you keep not having kids, the right is just going to keep multiplying because they're fucking like rabbits. And eventually they're going to like have some kind of a bloodbath. And you guys don't have the numbers because you decided to like get your tubes tied. So I think that like if you want to have an opinion, you got to start multiplying. That's a stupid opinion, but it's one that I have.
2: It's a real hot take. What do you think about that, Kyle?
3: Well, I mean, like, <clears throat> Chris, that's an opinion to have, but uh, I don't see you with any kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what? going on with that? Why aren't you done ad- enough yet?
3: If that's your opinion, then why are you allowed to have it? Ah, you're right. <laughs> uh, dude, dude I, I'm, I not married.
1: I'm not yeah. married to anything. I don't care. Like, I'm yeah, fine. And, you,
3: and I'm guess fine. what?
1: changing my mind and you know what dude honestly that's what life is all about life is all about like you know learning lessons and and, and changing your mind and 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 having new um uh new thoughts
2: although i think you you are pretty stuck on it because me and emma um are <laughs> debating on whether or not we should get pregnant Ooh, and
1: Emma made very, a name drop
2: very much against it
3: um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't really have any unpopular, well, you guys see my, impo- my real unpopular opinions in the group chat every single day.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, there's I there's get, one unpopular opinion it, I yeah. have before you say it, Kyle, uh, that Emma keeps pointing out that I uh, I keep oppressing uh, women's shoulders.
2: Which, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of showing mine off tonight.
1: Look, and that's disgusting, and I think, like, you should be ashamed of yourself is what I think.
2: This isn't even, this isn't even times slutty. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> although i will say when i grew up in high school when i grew up in high school when i was when you grew
1: up in high school (laughs) school, yes that's a town in idaho where she grew up (laughs) when i was in
2: junior high and high school they didn't let girls show shoulders
1: really like we weren't
2: allowed to wear tank tops like we had to wear t-shirts or like long-sleeved
1: it's stupid like there's journalists like female journalists in the city who um uh they're almost not allowed to be sleeveless if that makes any sense oh really just stupid yeah i don't understand it because like they'll, they'll wear like these professional like dresses or suits or whatever but they have like no sleeves and uh you know you look at it and you're like oh yeah you know like that's business casual but for some reason like some uh editors don't allow it on camera which is so stupid
2: oh that's sweet.
3: yeah might give people like me uh, a good christian boy uh, all right <laughs> Impure thoughts. And then I go to, uh, then I'll go straight to Hades.
1: Straight to Hades. Yeah. Hades. Wasn't he the devil?
3: Oh. <laughs> why why would I put thought to that joke, Chris? <laughs> have you seen my joke books?
1: Yes, I have. Uh Kyle, what's an unpopular opinion yeah. you have?
2: Yeah, we need to hear it. Let's get controversial.
3: Um hmm. Hmm. I think Simpson's uh season fifteen is not that bad.
1: See now this is one that I I can I I think that is an unpopular opinion. Um I get it. Because but like I, I don't necessarily disagree or agree with you, but go ahead.
3: Simpson's uh season fifteen has a lot of really good <clears throat> writing jokes and right jokes that I f- find are funnier to a a comedy writing mind more than a mainstream mind. You mean like it's a normal
2: a- mind, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like not I mean. like not a comedic genius mind, like someone who doesn't like a, know comedy.
1: Yeah. Not like not like you and I, Kai.
3: I, I find like if you're like a, a, a our true Simpsons devotee and you like good just jokes for people that like jokes between season 14 and 15 have some pretty good joke jokes not great storylines terrible storylines yeah. awful characterization but a really good christmas episode in season 15 okay but uh Which i don't mind something. i don't mind season 15 at all in fact i would watch it and uh, the entire thing and be pretty satisfied with what i just watched because mm-hmm.
1: just
3: a, a little a little fun for kyle Never heard th- anybody,
1: and nothing like a good old fashioned fun for Kyle. <laughs> eh?
3: A day at um, the amusement park eating meat and potatoes.
1: <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks for a second here. I think that I think, that, um, I, think I, I agree with you. Where yeah, like some of the later seasons had great jokes. I think that's where they kind of fell off, though. Was and you touched on it a little bit right there was the fact that the storylines were weaker. And I think like the earlier seasons just had so much heart to them. Like when you watch like the episode where Homer first meets his mom and the Mm -hmm. where you almost want to cry. I feel like that's where the like later seasons lacked, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like that's kind of why I lost touch with it. Where if I go back now, I can probably be like, wow, that's a great joke. But like the episode itself wouldn't like impact me as much as one from back in the day. Like, you know, in my opinion, season eight is the best season they have. Mm -hmm. I love that season. And I think I looked this up one time, Kyle. Like, where I kind of felt it cut off or where I stopped watching was probably, I think, uh, the end of season 11. And then season 12 and on, I kind of lost touch. How with many it.
2: seasons are there? Oh, they're, how currently, many?
3: Uh, they're currently in their 33rd, I believe. Jump
2: So, like, I was no. never a Simpsons fan. You, Why'd you I say was, it like that? I was a Family Guy fan.
1: Hmm. Interesting
3: interesting kyle comment uh i think uh no i'm not gonna say i don't know Uh, it was just more
2: my i appreciate the simpsons but family guy was more my sense of humor
1: i think family guys earlier seasons i sound like such a fucking cartoon snob but i like the earlier seasons um and then later when it got a little too random for my liking where it would just be like flashback oh remember that time we did this flashback flash- and i was just like okay yeah. there's good jokes like uh, kyle was talking about the simpsons but like i don't know it just never really it never did as much for me personally
2: i i will not go into a public bathroom with a hand dryer i'd not think of that family guy moment where Peter was behind, like someone with a turban, and he was like, "These things never get your hands dry." Oh, <laughs> it's no. just, I never, I always think of that, that like stuff funny. like that, and like the when he like injured his knee, and he was like,
1: <sighs> "Oh yeah, yeah, that's true
2: for <laughs> for forever." <laughs> that kind of inspired the "oucha" idea that I had when
0: Kyle's Fucking cameo in my intro. Help.
2: Oh my god. So Oucha. Yeah. But I also, my unpopular opinion is that The Office is, isn't a good show. My really? God. I know it's, that that's, that's unpopular. A... I just yeah. never enjoyed it.
3: I like, I definitely like Parks and Rec more.
2: Oh, yes. Actually, <laughs> I forgot to even bring the bell Parks and Rec is... That's a ding.
1: Ding, ding, ding. I've never seen Parks and Rec.
2: Oh, a Chris, you gotta. Show. It's so good. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll get around to Is it on Netflix?
3: know oh, no not anymore it was no. up until like three or four years ago but
1: well then i'll probably be another three or four years before i watch it but i uh, also think
2: it's now becoming popular to not like the office so maybe my opi- you know what's an unpopular opinion i have um is actually posted a poll on instagram about whether it's worse what is worse to be left on red or have someone just ignore your facebook message like move it to the ignore folder in which case like they don't see your messages they don't respond like they just don't see it at all versus someone reading it and then not responding I think it's worse to be in ignore really yeah
3: I get my anxiety does not like when I see people leave me on read That's but sh-
2: but but would you get anxiety you get it, either way over either scenario
3: well the the them just me just assuming they just haven't seen it yet kind of leads sort of like a Schrodinger's cat kind of scenario it's like uh well maybe they did maybe they didn't like
2: but when you're on ignore you get the white circle with the blue check mark you know oh really you know they have the the ability to see it and they're choosing not to and that's why ignore is worse Mm -hmm. because they just like being left on red means they saw it and they just didn't want to engage they just didn't want to engage with you at that time being sent not, to ignore is I don't care at all. And to me, that's like, worse.
3: Instagram or Facebook?
2: Facebook Messenger.
3: Oh, I didn't even know that.
2: Yeah. So if you see the white circle with the blue check mark, you get, you're get you getting ignored.
3: Oh, crazy. I had no idea. Unless I, uh,
2: that person's internet signal dropped somehow, because that's another reason why you might see that.
3: Yeah.
1: I've never had that situation. I'm not even trying to be like cocky. I, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever like had that situation where I sent a message to somebody and they either flat out ignored me or didn't. Re- it just uh, they'll respond back Cause I, I uh,
2: must be nice, Chris. Must be nice. Well, no, no,
1: no. Because like it's not. <laughs> it's never like mm, yeah. it's never anything serious. It's just me messaging my stupid friends. Like you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's not like uh,
2: and your smart okay. friend Kyle. Too. You've never sent a message that <laughs> Kyle Carpenter. Has, yes. Well, yeah. To say, Chris. Chris, what you're trying to say is you've never sent a message with emotional weight.
1: Um,
2: Have you? Or have you?
1: I may have sent texts like that back in the day, but never a message on Messenger with emotional weight. I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not... An, I, you know, like? Are you talking about something where it's just like you put your heart out for yeah, something? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've never done that through Messenger, so I wouldn't know. Oh. Uh, I've done it through text back when I was younger, but Messenger, no. I mean... My fucking, the extent of my messages is selfies to the group chat. That's that's I all it is. I love
2: Chris's selfies to the group chat. Yeah, I can't
3: think of the last time I sent, like, a pour your heart out to a person message. I'm right. um, the only yeah.
2: pathetic one here. We yeah. you No, know, it's okay. We can, we can move on from that.
3: I'll probably, you know what, I, I, I tend to slip into old habits, so I'll probably end up doing it at some point in the near future, but it's okay.
1: It's no
2: well,
1: fun. You know, old habits are habits for a reason. Am I right there, Kai?
2: Ooh, what kind of what kind of ha- bad habits do you guys have?
1: Um, um you start Kyle.
2: Specifically bad, not just a habit, a bad oh. habit, one that like you're not necessarily Ooh. proud of.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. I got something. uh Well, I mean like
3: it's uh, I, yeah, I need to I need time to Okay, I'll I'll start. Cuz my friend Luminate my cuz so my I can, yeah. My,
1: friend said this to me earlier and uh you know i'm talking to like like anytime i talk to like a a girl like a woman and it's like uh, you were gonna go on a date or whatever she messaged me and she goes are you gonna be like emotionally available this time like where like i have this tendency to not be emotionally available or to be
2: kind of closed-minded you're an aquarius distant you're, okay. Are you yeah. distant? Would you use the word distant or disconnected to describe? Let's go
1: back to the unpopular opinion things. Astro- uh,
2: <laughs> typical Aquarius astro- here.
0: Astrology
1: is not a thing. I'm <laughs> Look, I don't believe in it, but like if you believe in it, God bless. But here's the thing. Um, to go back to uh, the fucking thing. Yeah, I have this tendency to just be like I'll be warm mm-hmm. and then immediately be cold like days later. And it's not through any like kind of thing that the person did. It's just that it's it's a bad habit I have where I kind of catastrophize in my mind where I'm like, do I want to go down this road and okay. see this person? And then like, you know, I have to be obligated to see them and, and I have to keep them happy. And I don't know if I can keep Can happy. I challenge
2: that real quick? Cause no. I would I would <laughs> I would honestly say as a friend, you're not like that at all. That's so because if-
1: like I have, I mean, I think Bill Burr said that on Rogan's podcast. I have a crushing need to be liked. Yes. And uh, most comedians do, I think. Yeah, No, I'm kidding. I Like I do, but with my friends, I'm different. With my friends, I'll be like, because there's no like, um, there's no obligation for me to keep my, like, you guys are my friends. Right. It's different when you're in a relationship because that's like, you know, you can really break somebody's heart there.
2: Well, right? and also too, in the early stages, you're trying to put your best face forward. It's in not until time. later in the relationship that you show kind of your flaws or whatever. Or typically, and typically
1: that might face. be part of it too. Where I'm almost afraid to show those flaws. Could be, but it could be. But again, like it's just that's a habit I have. I'm I'm very warm in the beginning, and then I sabotage myself and get cold and. uh Uh, that's something i have to break so when my Mm -hmm. friend messaged me and she said are you gonna try and i'm like you know what i'm actively gonna try this time to not be that way you know if there's no connection off the bat because here's the thing too i'm pretty good at not faking a connection but like having a connection and then immediately disconnecting on my own accord you know what i mean yeah where i'm like okay we're connected they feel it but then in my head days later i'm just like I, I kind of like you know cool off and I'm like nah you know I, mean,
2: I mean that could just literally be that you're not in this time in your life to be in a relationship That's, like, yeah like a, a serious you know what I mean like because because you're not like you're a very caring person yeah I would yeah. I, I would never use the word emotionally unavailable to describe you because like you were one of the first people I called when when Vaughn died like what? You were one of the what happened. <laughs> Shut up. I, oh my
3: I God. thought you were talking about James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Not Vaughn. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris Chris is a very caring person. Why he only cares if something's free. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, no, I kind of I kind of feel that, Chris. Yeah. And maybe that's just because being like a dude raised by like a man's man kind of thing. Yeah, my dad didn't necessarily necessarily show his uh emotions on his shoulder, and I guess a lot of dads don't on his not, shoulder. Like, not
1: on their sleeve or whatever. On like, the sleeve, he... sorry. Oh, yeah, have... yeah, he put
3: his emotions on his physical shoulder. <laughs> um, he was a weird dude. Uh, <laughs> I just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I always t- I always uh tend to assume when I'm like. Talking to a new person that the the problems that I faced in the last relationship are going to carry over. Just, right. like, I'm just I'm just going to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again, and there's nothing I can do but. but it's,
2: I feel it's that hard, I feel it's that hard hard.
3: Bunch of Hocus pocus nonsense, and I know, know that
2: this is like hippie woo woo, but you guys sh- like the attachment styles, or because Chris, what you described about like being kind of close and then distant, that's like mm-hmm. avoidant behavior. Yeah. That's what people would call an avoidant attachment style. I have the anxious attachment style, which is if if I'm like Chris, let's say you and I go on a date and we bond and right. I get emotionally attached to you and then you mm. become distant, that mm-hmm. will make me spiral. Like that would
1: And that's That would make that me. me
2: just be like mm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it just would not be a good situation. That's why I react such a way when people and- put me on ignore.
1: I will be honest, like, I probably was like that to some people who had that in the past, where I'd be distant, and then they'd spiral, Um, and it's not that I didn't care, or I wasn't, like, I I didn't feel sympathy for when I did that, and for how they were feeling, it's just that I I fucking, I knew, and here's the thing, too, I knew that them dating me was a bad idea, and it was fucking case in point because I, sw- I shit you not I can count five six who I've dated who are now engaged to the very next guy they dated
2: right to oh, the very like next a, guy. A classic good luck Chuck here
1: Yeah, exactly but like that's uh, I knew it and then mm. like it would just happen where it's just like oh they found the one and I'm like uh, and I if, by the way that's fucking makes me happy mm-hmm. but like I knew that like I knew that like dude it's gonna suck. I know you're attached and you're probably gonna be really sad for a long time, but trust me when I say, you know, like a lot of guys say, Oh, you don't want to date me. I meant it. And mm. it worked out. They're like literally like one of them I think is already married and like four or five are engaged, and one's like wow. been with the guy for like three years and they're like ready to get engaged. So <clears throat> and it's literally like the very next guy. So do you want to go on a
2: date? I'm just joking. nope. Uh, <laughs> I just joking. I'm just
1: joking. <laughs> Chris, do you want to go on a date with me? I just really met? want a husband. We're friends. Ma- no. Mandate. Well, you know. <laughs> no, it is. It's crazy, though. Like, I, I tried writing a bit about it, and, and I mm. never really could find the angle. Yeah, but, like, right. it's, yeah, I don't understand it. They, they fucking, well, I mean, I kind of do. I just knew that I wasn't the guy. But, like, for some reason, the very next guy ended up being the guy. So, like, because they were in a place where they were ready to, like, settle down. And I wasn't. So when they found the next guy who was ready to settle down, they clicked and now look at them. They're great.
2: Interesting. But it is hard to find someone who have the same, same intentions as you with dating. That's very
3: true. <sighs> yeah. I think
2: that that's a big issue is, is some people date to be casual and to date and to just see where it goes, whereas like other people are really serious about it and like want to, you know, want to be like girlfriend boyfriend status like in a week
3: i think yeah you know, I, like, I think no, I hate that yeah if i if i um i need to word this properly so i don't sound like a deranged psychopath um <laughs>
2: too late kyle
3: it's like i've been talking to a girl that i like for like i don't know like a month or whatever i'll be talking hanging out occasionally as soon as i get that sort of like inkling and like n- know that like oh the feeling is for sure mutual I tend to make a big show of things too quickly like I'll just put on a big show just for the, the approval of that person because I think that it's a- way bigger than it actually is mm-hmm. and, I so it was, that. and so it's like ends with me being like oh, boy, oh, I can do more oh, why don't you Aww. like me and she's like Aww. and she goes hmm, <laughs> next <laughs>
1: She goes, uh, uh you got to find
2: someone uh, who appreciates that big mess though. Like the, you know,
3: Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. I don't know. Who knows. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see.
1: I think that, uh, there needs to be a middle ground when it comes to like, uh, what you said, people who are just dating just to see what's out there. And then people who are really serious about it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm talking to somebody right now and, uh, She's really, really cool, and we both talked about it pretty much right off the hop. Where it was more like she said, like you know, I'm I'm looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. Like you know, that makes sense. And she goes, but like, and then she put it best. She goes, I but like you know, if a connection's not there, a connection's not there. I'm not going to force it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that's the way to be. Mm-hmm. Look for it, but don't fool yourself into thinking there was a connection when there wasn't.
2: Yeah, mm. I feel that. I mean, I just had a date tonight and. I have to pretty much tell the my matchmaker friend tomorrow, like, what I thought, um, and I had this moment of, like, you know, like, it was, it was fine, but, like, I don't see well, there so being, you're... I don't, like, I could be nice and see him again. I yeah. could do that. I could, I could be like, yeah, I'm down to see him again, but honestly, like, I know there's nothing there, so why would I be nice and see him again? Yeah, why not just, just
3: keep your, keep your name in the... Was the book of love keep my name in Oops. there? Yeah.
2: yeah, I think there's like just then. this need to like there's there's an urge, especially with women, there's a, a sense of urgency sometimes that make us yes. feel like I, we have sure. to settle a little bit.
1: And I think sometimes though that sense of urgency, and this is not just with women, I think some men have that too, um, might unintentionally sabotage any potential for actually finding a connection. Mm -hmm. Like when you're too anxious and too over the top urgent, like I need to find somebody Mm -hmm. by doing so, you might not find anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's kind of like a, it, uh, it, it, I don't want to say repels, but it doesn't really do a person any favors to be that anxious when it comes to such a huge life decision you know what I mean that urgent when it comes to that type of decision where you want to find somebody that you're going to be together with for a long time or whatever so yeah anyways what the fuck do I know I'll just talk about you know I'm just a a, an old chunk of coal just spouting off my opinions here
2: (laughs) but I mean like I think that's why the ideal way to meet someone is naturally like either that uh, like the thing about what makes dating awkward is that you both show up to this thing and the intent is to potentially like one another and so it feels very weird i can sort of get a
3: sense i can like just like have a i i can and i'm not saying this is like some crazy talent but i can get a sense of what someone's values are and what they're like what they like and like just based on texting and like text conversations first and then start hanging out slowly Mm
2: -hmm. probably a good way to do it
3: i don't want to just meet someone for the first time after talking for like two days
2: but i get the ooh ooh. i have an assumption i have an assumption about kyle i just thought of it oh no i would assume that you on dating apps is that you're kind of a one woman man in terms of if you're if you like someone you'll talk to one person for a long time and not multiple Mm -hmm. people am i right yeah yeah
3: absolutely that's exactly that's
2: my assumption about you but that's I also good, sense that you're like thing. kind of a, are you kind of like a, you're a romantic. Would you call yourself that?
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I have in the past and I'm not going to not call myself that. He's, he's a
1: hopeless, he's a hopeless romantic. Emphasis on the hopeless.
3: <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we yeah. have fun,
1: yeah. don't we, friend?
3: Hey, hey. nothing I'll beats a good it. old fashioned having fun. But we, everyone we, oh, romance,
2: romance fun. is a different thing. Like romance can be like as simple as like, I don't know. What do you guys think is romantic?
3: Uh, uh, like a good old slap on the ass. You know, if you, you really liked <laughs>
2: someone. What would you do? This is you a question for both. Of you you know what, what would you do? To romantic.
1: Them. You know what? I I don't even think that's it. I think this is love slash romance. Is when you might be seeing somebody and something you did may have upset them, and they might get like visibly upset maybe even cry a little bit and if you in your head look at that and you go oh fuck I really care about them not feeling yes. this way right now mm-hmm. that's romance right Aww. that's like I love this person like, you like wanna I want to feel better wanna, yeah, yeah like where you're like it's not even like I want to like oh I want to stop this situation you look at them and it genuinely hurts you to see them hurt where you're like fuck like I I guess I love them that's I,
3: cool. like, yeah. I like I yeah, like re- I like trying to remember things that they mention that they like offhand, even just yes. like, yep. like even just sort of something simple like uh, like if someone told me that they had a a soft spot for like something stupid like musical soundtracks or 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 or, or like gummy bears or just something stupid that they yeah. was, like I love these. I try and remember that specifically, so I can use that as a frame of reference I'm for later. I'm the same
2: like, way, Kyle. Yes,
3: like a cool gift idea, like that's get her a, a box set of a of a of a musical soundtrack or something like that, or make her a playlist of musical songs or something. You know um, what I mean? That's so uh, it's, not mean. That, it's not that. No, it's not I that just, big of yeah, idea. get
1: get uh, get the Razor's Edge by ACTC. <laughs> I don't like it
3: when. Uh-huh.
2: When couples I do cookie cutter gifts, like just like a bouquet of, like, you know what I mean? Like bouquet no, yeah, of roses never. on a card. Never. I'm like, that's so cookie cutter do. and predictable and boring. Do something card different. Card and
1: bouquet, never. never.
3: Yeah, I always get a girl, I, I'm an ACDC calendar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, calendar. no, I one was time, like, uh, one time I got my girl uh, an, an SG guitar, just like Angus Young. <laughs> And gave it to her. There's a lot of AC/DC themed gifts. That... Did you really? No, never.
3: Okay, you have been serious. That's pretty uh, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. No girl, there's nothing any girl loves more than a than a, a song about a woman that's being compared to a car that also might be a woman.
1: That's right. You know, I guess you could say like when I find the one I love, I I, I might be a little thunderstruck.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
3: Uh, we uh, truly these truly are the salad days of our lives <laughs> friends
1: oh uh, from your lips to
3: God's ears Kyle oh,
2: here we go uh, hey
3: I'll plead the fifth on that one brother <laughs>
1: hey nothing like a good old fashioned chuckle friends I would love to friends.
2: get like really TMI people on this podcast and actually play plead the fifth because do you guys know about that game where you ask like yeah, f- I know three questions it. and you can only plead the fifth to one of them yep you can only pass on one of them I'd like to do that sometime
1: I feel like there's some comics in the scene, though, who would not plead the fifth on anything. They'd be like, yeah, no, keep it asking. Who would that
2: be? Who are the most, like, TMI, open, no filter, personal? I don't
3: know. Mm.
1: I can't think of anybody off the top. They're they're definitely there. They're definitely
3: there. I don't
2: think Scott would plead the fifth on anything.
3: Yeah. Wait, wait, can you explain it again? I'm, you know, a bit slow. So how does it work?
2: (laughs) So plead the fifth is, like, you'd ask a bunch of personal questions, um... And they can either answer or plead the fifth to one. So, like, if I had three questions, um, about about yeah. oh, you, yeah, really yeah. personal ones, like you could only choose one to skip, and you'd have to answer the other ones.
3: I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle, Kyle. I, like Kyle, I feel you know, like I'm, you're... A, I'm a pretty private person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And okay. I, you know what? I like that. I kind of like, uh, you know, a my
3: mystery with weird. my friends
0: yeah, yeah. Do i
3: mean but if i i will make it clear if i want to be personal with you but it has yeah. to be it has to be in a private yeah, yeah. i can't <clears throat> just you know that's
2: totally fair i love
3: i love doing this podcast but there's nothing crazy that i would ever reveal about myself i can talk about my fears of relationships but i'm never mm-hmm. going to talk about my dead father because he's not dead
0: right <laughs>
3: it's all about having his, <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's alive and well so i'm never going to talk about my dead father
1: It's all about having a silly goose time, eh, guys? Do
2: you guys have, Uh, I just, I realized I just skipped that question, but um, when you were talking about jokes and working out jokes, and mm -hmm. um, like when you come up with the idea for a joke and you're trying to map it out, was there a joke that you've had that you just could never get to work, like no matter how hard you tried, you just, and you just like botched it, you were just like, fuck it, I can't get it to work?
1: Oh, mm. hot, like fucking dozens, hundreds.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh my God, there's How so many How long do you things.
2: work on it before you say
1: um, it's done? Or yeah, it's before done. before like, it fuck
2: it, I'm not even going to take this to stage.
1: No, 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 like I'll take it to stage and then um, if it falls flat like two, three times in a row, then what I'll do is I'll take it, I'll pocket it, and I'll try to revisit it later. Like mm-hmm. when my mind kind of like wraps, it's yeah. gets wrapped around it a little bit. Um, and if I try it again, like two, three more times, it still doesn't work. Then I might just fucking forget about the idea or, like, you know what I'll do is I'll take the idea and I'll put it in my notebook and then maybe like a year or two, like when I'm better or when my mind's developed a little bit more as a comic, I might look at it and have a new angle. But Interesting. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, I've got some, I've got, I had some jokes like I was, I'm hitting my sixth or seventh, sixth year. And there were jokes at like year two that just I didn't have the particular voice or skill set to do that I can now do.
2: Interesting. So I, have
3: a, I, have a, I have a new kind <laughs> of, I have a, I have a, I have a, de- a developed persona. It's right. pretty much who I am as a person as it is. But <laughs> I, have a, I have a developed persona on stage that I can say things and get away with saying these things. These silly billy nonsense hocus pocus. Poopy poopy things. pie. Uh, jibber jabber and gobbledygook and whatever. Just flapping but, his
1: gums, you know?
3: And then I'm like, okay, I can I can say this because it kinda it kinda fits with who I am.
2: Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I I'm always fascinated by like old jokes. Like the idea of like well, an old joke book, like going back well, and My
1: that. my my joke about speaking Gotamaic, uh that I had I tried at Hell's well not Hell's uh, High Life, like mm a year before like twice and it bombed each time like because i had a different kind of angle on it and then i left it and then my like later like a year later i thought of it again but like with a completely fresh angle and then i brought it to stage and then it started working so like sometimes just takes putting it away for a while and then revisiting it later
2: that's so interesting
3: yeah my paperclip joke is the same way yeah, you know how that how my deep and personal paperclip joke. I my, love
2: the paperclip joke. That's
3: very close to my personal life and my upbringing. My paperclip joke.
1: Yeah, your your paperclip joke is kind of like Michael Che's Black Lives Matter joke. Yeah, in sense that it's very personal. It sends a message, which is when it comes to comedy, it's very important that comedy sends a message. Hey, eh? <laughs> <laughs> mm,
2: Jesus that. Christ! I don't, I don't know what that. kind of messages y'all are sending.
1: Yes, we're hacks. <laughs> That's the message.
3: <laughs> I would argue even a non sequitur can be personal to somebody because they might have grown up on on Stephen Wright or Mitch yep. Hedberg or Emo Phillips, and getting to do right jokes like them can mean something to them. 100%. And, and that, will get, that gives its own validity and meaning. It doesn't have to be deep and personal. It just has to have... Uh, Someone's life experiences yeah. of growing up on and loving a particular comedian. Mm.
1: I, I I agree wholeheartedly. I, I I like how like midway through that Kyle, you realize, oh my god, I'm sounding like such a like a pompous ass. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're not, you're not. It was just it was very nice to see.
2: Are you guys gonna be nervous as fuck when you do it for the first time? Like, Internally,
3: but I'm gonna do my yeah. best not to show it.
1: Yeah, definitely internally for sure.
2: Because Kyle, you made a comment about get, like how you get before shows, and that like most shows you get nervous and anxious before. Yeah, like
1: what, Kyle, what is I the one? Yet? What, what <laughs> Kyle? What's the one thing you always say to me right before like a show at Oasis?
3: I have so much work to do. <laughs>
1: what <laughs> every time?
3: I also I like to okay. Without naming names, if there's a comedian that I don't like. On on before me on the list, I'll fucking mutter to myself very wholeheartedly without any irony. I go, I guess I'm on fucking cleanup duty tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I feel like I don't
3: mean that to be really mean, but it's kind of a fun little thing I can say to Chris in private.
1: It's it's fun, but it also has a lot of truth to it. (laughs)
3: I know, I no one in particular. That. That no, one in up,
1: particular so. no one in particular. But Such there are times interesting... where like if somebody's on stage and they might not be having the best set and you're on next and you're like, Oh fuck, I gotta I gotta play I gotta...
2: Isn't that good though? Isn't that like a challenge? Gonna... That's like a good thing, kinda. It's oh not... yeah, it's a challenge,
1: hmm. but it's, it's also not, tough. It's not a fun challenge. <laughs> not a fun challenge.
2: It's
3: funny because I'm pretty sure I know who you're. Speaking. Of, of of no, I, I don't. I'm not. I know I don't nobody
1: specifically.
3: A, a fun challenge for me is like a, a group of like staunchy old people in the audience. That's like okay, I'm gonna yeah. try and work them to them without it, without having to tailor my material.
2: Right. You
3: know what I mean? Like yep. yeah. it'd be easy just to be like okay, well I'll just do these kind of jokes for them because they're yeah. dumb old people who are dumb and old and staunchy and uh, don't deserve. And then I'll be like, so I'll just be like, well, if I can get them with my unregulated real like material without having to tailor it to anything, without any pandering, then that's a challenge for me.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think like a good challenge is like uh, getting like a person who's like sitting in the front row to uncross just their like, arms. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, to to, to uncross their arms because a lot of times like if you see that, that's the telltale sign of uh if you see a man doing it, that's a telltale front, sign yeah. of a man going, all right, make me laugh. Or like, you know, I'm funnier than this guy or some shit like that. Right. And if you can get yeah. them to break, then you're like, okay, I got you. And the
3: crazy thing is um, most most of those guys are funnier than me as it is. So
2: It's just <laughs> – it is an interesting talent and muscle just how I – and mean, I think we were talking with Sophie Buttle earlier in the in the chat, but like the ability to – how you handle hecklers number one but also people who don't respond at all like because my thing is is i think a lot of uh, like a lot of people who are in comedy rely on that instant like either a smile or a laugh like that gives you a little hit of like i'm doing something right so i'm gonna keep going but like how people handle just nothing
3: like i just tend to as hard as it can be, I just try and put it to the side and not let it bother me. Yeah, yeah,
2: like, oh, and that's the best
3: way might, to do it. This person might, might not be laughing, but everyone else is. So why do I yeah, do exactly. it? this person? Like that does exactly. not my business. I'm that's just true. probably not going to be their thing, and I just have to accept that. If they heckle yeah, me, if they hackle me, that's a different story. I fucking freak out like a little baby. <laughs>
1: Oh, dude! I, I'm. Uh, it's okay. It's fine. I'm. I'm on the same page right there. I'm on the same page, especially when it comes to hecklers. I think that, uh, yeah, there's like I mean, so many people, and I'm still new, but like you know, mo- a lot of us at this stage aren't like Kyle's years in, so he's got far more experience, but uh,
3: yeah, aren't. Really uh, much.
0: <laughs>
1: it's award-winning comedian and uh,
0: <laughs> born on the
3: twenty-seventh. <laughs> hi coast
1: coast nominated kyle burnett
3: i say that to people my uh, friends all the time it's the best
1: it's so oh, good God. but uh yeah some of the people who are early on don't have the skills yet to be able to like properly deal with a heckler like i'm i can and then i can't like i'm not i'm not there yet when it comes right. to properly yeah. dealing with one like there's times where i can absolutely it's a. I'm on, but then there's other times where, like, you know, you can see that, like, I'm not even two years in yet,
3: right? So it's, it's just, like, um, yeah. it's really like tying your shoes.
2: The more you do it, uh, that's, that's right. Yeah, the more- it's, uh, you know. Sometimes <laughs> there's you also, also something to be said for like, if sometimes. you if you're getting neutral reactions all the time, like that's yeah, kind of boring. Um, it's good to have.
3: Yeah, when people get neutral reactions, uh, I usually say. Uh, yeah, you stink. Give it up.
2: Because, <laughs> Chris, you get kind of... You kind of talk back to them, don't you? How so? But don't like you... Like
1: what? No, I'm, Chris, just you... To
2: think. I'm just trying to think of the times that I've seen you deal with chatty people. Oh, and yeah, you kind yeah. of make fun of them. Like, you kind oh, of yeah, throw... Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Chris will... Someone in the audience will start speaking. Chris will go... Dad, 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 dad. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, I laugh and I laugh... <laughs> I eat my meat and potatoes of laughter (laughs) and I just, I just say that is what comedy is about.
1: Well, let me get down to brass tacks there, Kai. Here's the thing.
3: I, I think it's not about, it's not about the well-written jokes and it's not about uh, punching up old material or working on jokes or getting the big gigs later on in life. The TV televised gigs, what it really comes down to. And if I can get into the meat and potatoes of the, of comedy, is when you get up there and someone talks back to you on stage and you look in the eye and you look straight in the eye and you go, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, you're a little stinky baby. I'm big boy on stage. And I say, that is Chris Halef. That's a stand-up in the, in the, in the goddamned nutshell.
1: That's, that's, and you know what? It's, it's, some call it stand-up, others call it art. And so,
3: that's and you know, doing. as long as you make one person laugh, you'll have a fan for the rest of your life. That's right. I said that. I said that in the chat the other day, and someone was like, "Aw, Mike,
2: <laughs> was <laughs> it me? <laughs> I oh, all." It, like, it was either
3: you, or Emma, or Emma. There are times where Sarah,
1: Kyle, and I all say something in the chat which is totally sarcastic and like <laughs> i feel like you'll react like seriously you're like no that's not true i'm just like oh no
2: i'm a bad I, I i won't lie this is another reason why i feel like comedy isn't for me and i'm just an adjacent side piece um but like i don't pick up sarcasm well just in well, life <laughs> in general i don't you'll you'll have to hold the sign that says be, sarcasm be- above your head to be fair,
1: whenever Kyle and I uh, you know, start uh, going about our tomfoolery in the chat, whenever we start ruffling feathers, whenever we start uh, mm. horsing around uh, and you know, just, going for a romp in the hay, uh, a lot of it is inside jokes. I know. Only we get.
3: Only we get. And we do the old nod at each other.
2: When comics have inside jokes, it's better mm. than when normal people have them. Like, I don't Why? Well, I... You guys make them funny, at least. I...
3: I don't because I make inside jokes just for me and that's like I have a joke in the chat. Oh, here's God. here's my magician's reveal. Mm-hmm. I saw a video years and years ago and in the middle of it someone says, "Well, I'm a shopaholic." <laughs> and I just took that. So now that every time someone's talking about something serious that's going on in their life, I like to say, "Well, I'm a shopaholic." I don't-
2: remember you ever saying that
1: he said he said a few times yeah, it's
3: like, it's,
2: listen it's really easy to miss some things in that chat. yeah
1: it's kyle's equivalent of me sending my selfies like you know it, it's just to fucking.
3: Yeah. Like, things are getting too heavy i just like to oh. break up yeah uh, kyle the and i
1: are, are similar in that sense where i feel like you and i both aren't <laughs> big fans of conflict so we we try to like immediately like hey everybody look at me you know that type of thing you
3: know i'm a little Stinky baby.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. I have an assumption. Oh, about I,
3: I don't even remember. I don't. How did that become my brand? By the way, why does everyone say? I I'm, don't why know. Did, why did everyone pick up on my stand-up as poopy baby? I I'll thought you understand.
2: branded it yourself.
3: I don't. I like to think <laughs> honestly, that Kyle.
1: You know what? I've never looked at your stand-up or said that about you in any way. Anytime I see you do it, I'm like, I like Kyle. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's a poopy baby. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah yeah i like me chris i I have an assumption about you (laughs) yeah
2: okay this is my assumption about chris what's up do i just forgot it i just had it in my head and i forgot it are you someone who can stay calm and collected in a crisis yes because i feel like yeah that's kind of what i what i thought
3: Yes. ask me that same question see what different answer you get
1: well here's the thing like um i'm I'm very common collected like uh just spitballing an example here like um when we did uh uh our final guest spots at yucks and
3: um yeah forever actually. and Kyle
1: and Kyle Barnett was up on stage and um you know, some might say he was bombing, and uh,
3: <laughs> I, I, I I can't tend to he, agree. Had a,
1: he was it, it was a crisis, I guess you could say. I was just like, this is really bad. The audience is not having it. I stayed calm and collected, and in my head, I was just like, you know what? At least he's having fun.
3: <laughs> Honestly, I I he didn't bomb.
1: He didn't. Bomb. I know, I but
3: I will I will I will say this to the end of time. And I will die on this hill or whatever people say these days. I, If, I, if I'm if i having the most fun out of anybody in the room, if the audience is, like, not having me, that is a good set.
2: Right. Hey, man. I think it. if there was a crisis...
1: I am pretty calm.
2: Chris, would, you'd probably be calm and you'd probably take a leadership role. Uh, Kyle, I feel like you would shut down with anxiety and I would freak out with anxiety. I would be the more outward anxiety person I, but well, Kyle, I, I feel like you would get all. you would get quiet I, and anxious.
3: I've never said anything about anxiety in my entire life, so I don't know where that's coming from. I would I, <laughs> I would put on a pair of sunglasses and, and step in front of Chris and like Chris, get I, fuck <laughs> out of my way. I've got this. Right after you and I blow give, blow and I give the old whenever the person we're all getting mugged and I give the person the old one two puncheroo. You know what I mean? Hey, Chris. Not, I, I, you jitsu <laughs> am I right, Chris?
1: Hey, man, that's true. We don't punch in jujitsu, but uh, I see I go, where you're at.
3: And I, like, oh, I do this. I go.
1: That's not. Uh, it's not a thing. Now. I whip up with my legs. That's not even the. No, there's no striking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so, to, answer, uh, to, to answer your question, Sarah, yes, uh, I. It's weird to say, yeah, I am, but uh, there's been a number of occasions that may have required nine one one calls that I was able to kind of be the calm one in the room. Yeah,
2: that's I, I always thought it was yeah.
3: that. Yeah, yeah, thankfully, it uh, doesn't take a lot of nerves to press three buttons on your phone. Oh my <laughs> I always thought such that such a hero. First, you know what? You're giving time. me the
1: gears right now, Kyle, and I don't appreciate it. I enjoy having a laugh at my expense.
3: I like me my kids like me uh,
2: yes. I just always think about what, what how I would act in a in a true crisis like in no. a like
1: well that's my assumption about you uh, and don't take this wrong way I think you wouldn't react well at all <laughs>
3: I'd, uh, I'd uh I think what I would do is an so uh,
2: assumption or just a fact that everybody knows I
3: think it's just a fact that we know <laughs> you know I, what I imagine every crisis going the exact same way for me uh, all my friends are handling it really well and then I go I gotta get out of here and then I peel off and a dust cloud shaped like me is left behind. <laughs> and then the dust cloud goes like "The dust, the dust cloud's like uh, hey I'm not staying here either and he puts on a little dust cloud fedora and has his dust cloud Briefcase and fucking peels out of there,
1: and the briefcase has an anvil inside of it yeah, <laughs> with, of with some TNT for some reason. Yeah, I think
2: I'd be the type of person to run and not think about where I'm running.
1: Yeah, a, what in a crisis? Yeah,
2: like I feel like I feel like my cortisol, like my stress, like the yeah. the flight or fr- flight or fright, flight Fla- or fight or flight, fight or flight. Oh, interesting, fight or flight. What would I? I would be flight. I'd run away.
1: Mm. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a badass.
2: You'd run in, you, you would, bro.
1: I'd fucking run into the belly of the beast. You'd run, and into I the would. Fire. I would honestly. I would. I would probably save some lives.
2: Do you really think that though? Do you think you would?
1: Absolutely not. Not even.
3: <laughs> Chris, can I make an assumption about you? Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Um, you're with your girlfriend, your beautiful girlfriend that you have right now. <laughs> <laughs> And who walks by, but an uh, equally or even more attractive woman <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a tight red dress, blonde hair flowing in the wind, as yep. blonde hair tends to do in movies and television? What is it, Would it be fair to assume that uh, even though you're in front of your beautiful girlfriend uh, Marie, that you would go that you go, Ooga <laughs> And then your girlfriend would would hit you and you go, honey, I was only looking. (laughs) And your bow tie flies around a million times in a row. Your toupee flies off when you see the beautiful girl. I'm fucking annoyed. Toupee, right? And it flies off every time a beautiful girl walks by. (laughs)
1: I'm fucking annoyed because Uh, I saw it coming. I knew what he was. (laughs) I knew what he was going to say, and I still laughed anyways. And it's
3: you know what what, you know what you know when you're with your beautiful girlfriend, and uh,
2: (laughs) he can't even say girlfriend without cracking up.
3: And you see a beautiful girl, and your your mouth drops so far to the ground that it creates a a a cash register sound effect.
2: (laughs) Yeah, your eyes come out of your sockets. Yeah, Yeah. the eyes bug out. And your
1: heart just just beats in the shape of a heart, like a cartoon, not even a real heart. And it just beats out of your solar plexus like this as you drool looking at this blonde lady who you just saw while you're with your
2: girlfriend.
3: I do have a ghost story, though. Ooh. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. You have the floor. And uh, Chris got the ceiling. (laughs) And
1: Sarah, you've got the wall. (laughs) We truly do have fun, don't we, team?
3: I am.
2: Okay. Okay, Kyle.
3: I. Shoot. I was. um, Where was this? This was on a vacation. Do you guys know these hands at all?
1: Yes, I do. Yeah. We,
3: went to, we went to stay at like a, a campground in East Hans. And in a campground, you could either like, use a tent or a camper or you could rent one of the cabins. Now, this is like, one of the bigger cabins because uh, my dad was a politician, so uh, he had some scratch laying around. <laughs> and uh, I, in the middle of the night, got up uh, to use the washroom, so I, of course, lit my little candle. As so I was walking to the washroom and I see something in the corner of my eye. I'm like, I'm just going crazy. I'm a stupid idiot. And then I go to the washroom, I do my business, come back what out. Business? Uh peeing, and then I go back in because <laughs> I forgot my my candle. And then I blow my candle up by accident, and I had to go into another room, reload my candle. Go back into the washroom, take my candle back out of the washroom even though that doesn't make sense, and then I come face to face with a uh, blue orb oh,
0: wow. in the middle
3: of the hallway and what how do I react but uh, my by having my skeleton pop out of my <laughs> skin and my skeleton's eye sockets even <laughs> were scared. <laughs>
2: Did you say anything?
3: I said, uh, "Yikes! I gotta get out of here." And then my dust clad was like, uh, "Hey, I'm not staying here either."
1: And then he went to uh, his father and told him what happened. And the father went,
3: uh, "Hi,
1: karamba!"
3: I poured my heart out to you guys.
2: Did did um. Uh...
3: That never happened. Well, do I don't you know wish? How by all the, all the random deflecting and derailing of the story, it never happened. Do you I don't wish believe.
2: that you had called someone back then?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone who's on the phone. Uh, I would have called the Spirit Catchmen.
2: Oh, they're like the discount.
3: Uh, no, Who is on there? the phone? Who's picking up the phone?
1: You know, I'm so glad that it was you and myself, Kyle, who created that and it was us <laughs> who did it. I'm really happy that it was you and me who created the whole spirit catchman thing, you know, and then people... I
3: will jump through my screen and attack you physically with jujitsu.
2: Wait, I have a question. Um, <laughs> how What's many new? how many spirit catchmen are are there and who are they?
3: Oh. So, um, there's uh, Peterman and he's played by Chris. Mm-hmm. Clef. And okay. then there's uh there's Stan. Uh big Stan. He's played by uh Brandon and Michael. And then there's um then there's Greggy, and he's played by Albert. Greggy. Um what am I at here? Four? Three. And th- three? Mm-hmm. Who do I? Who's the fourth again? You
2: said you said Brandon, Chris, Albert.
3: Oh, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's uh, uh, Kyle Carpenter.
2: Kyle, Carpenter's, is Played Kyle Carpenter? Played
1: by Kyle Carpenter.
3: Yeah, and then I play the ghost of Ben Franklin. I'm kind of like their wise Kraken assistant to their operations. The ghost of Ben Franklin. And there's a hilarious scene in the middle where um, the spirit catchmen are loudly playing some uh, modern rap music and then I, I come through the door and they think I'm going to get mad because I'm like an old ghost from the past They're like oh he's this old guy's not going to like it and I, I'm like hey could you turn that up just because I'm old doesn't like, mean I don't like rap music and I start dancing along and everyone starts laughing to the rap music <laughs> oh Ben they call me Ben
1: yeah i call him Ben For sure. I love sure. a
2: Ben, never met a bad Ben Also have never met a bad Lauren.
1: All right. That's fair.
2: No, Lauren is not a nice Lauren.
1: Let me think about that for a second.
2: Truly. Like, they're all angels.
1: Lauren Cartwright. Just
2: name dropping.
1: Yeah, Lauren... um, Peterman. Peterman. Uh, Lauren... uh, Marie Hoopleton who is actually my ex-girlfriend's sister Lisa Marie Hoopleton who is my my ex-girlfriend whose father is chief of police
3: yeah we all know that I feel like someone's gonna be listening to this part and be like what What?"
1: (laughs) they're gonna listen to this part and be like I prefer like when Mitch went off the fucking rails, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, we were
3: like talking about serious relationship stuff for like an uh, hour. That
2: was no, that was fascinating. That's true. Hey, you
1: guys hey, want Mitch, some ridiculousness? You.
2: You want some ridiculousness? Got. It. Yeah. I'm gonna bring back a little game, Kyle. You might remember this game. Shoot. Um, will you press the button?
3: Right. Moral
2: dilemmas.
3: Are you gonna screen share it so we can Ooh. take a look, or?
2: That's a good idea, Kyle But my OBS yeah, isn't Chris, set up to do what's that your
3: good idea for the podcast?
2: I'm just going to read them I'm just going to okay. read them So, this is essentially It'll give you a scenario And you either say that you, you will Do it or you won't um, mm-hmm. And the first one I have Is you become The most attractive person in the world But You have the most annoying voice And laugh ever could you date a really hot lady if she had a really annoying voice and laugh?
1: Wait, wait, wait. I thought the question was if we would do right, that. Right, right.
2: But I, I was posing a second question.
1: Oh, a second question. Uh-oh. Which one do you want to know?
2: Let's do the first one. So would you?
1: No, would because you I'm, already, I'm already a, a fucking drop dead gorgeous man and I have a fucking milky smooth voice and I'm not annoying. Hey, my weren't really, is, you my you laugh did. is very. Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry, Kyle. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. I
3: was gonna ask a question.
1: My I, uh, I'm already that- I'm already pretty good looking and I've got a great voice, so um I may not be the best looking guy in the world, but I gotta be like top twelve or something. So like I think I'm I'm good. Top twelve specific.
3: Yeah, I think I'm in the top twelve uh billion. <laughs> That's not bad, though. That's not bad. That's double the <laughs> that's, that's, population of Earth. That. That's, that's double. Oh, yeah. What is it? What is it? Is it 7 billion?
1: Six or 7 billion, yeah. Probably 7
3: yeah. billion, now. And I'd say uh, half of those people are on the uh, McDonald Bridge during. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, supper you know,
1: I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, you know, I, I'm sorry I was a little late getting here. I got lost in the parking lot. Turned out to be the McKay Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh huh, yeah, just leave it just just leave it in silence. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll just sit in that.
1: I can see you rolling your eyes, Kyle.
3: <laughs> That's the point.
2: Kyle, would you p- press it? Hot, most attractive person in the world, but you have the but most annoying voice and laugh ever.
3: I'd say no.
2: No. Now, second question, like if there was a really really hot babe, a really hot uh, dame what other words? Hot ticket. Hot ticket. A hot ticket. A hot tamale. ticket. A
1: hot, a hot, um, a hot, uh, a real hot ticket with a beautiful set of stems. I
2: thought you were going to say gams. Not gams,
1: stems, you know, it's all money to me, baby.
2: hmm But let's say she had a really <laughs> annoying voice and laugh. Would you, would you hit that?
1: Yeah. Uh, you want to um, go
3: first? Me, probably. <laughs> I guess, is there probably option? You know me, I'm indecisive because I, I don't want to seem shallow. I think
2: probably is more on the yes side.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Like, is the question whether you would date them or would actually? We just that's a good up?
2: point. Let's say date. This isn't just a one night stand. Well,
1: well, date then probably, n- and I hate to, say... It, it's just it not because you know I can't, I can't be putting up with a weird voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, know? like,
2: having it, the it, Dracula laugh.
1: Like, and it, look, dude, I would oh, not, oh, I would oh, not put oh, up oh. with a male, I would not put up with a male friend with a weird voice, let alone that. So, but you know, friend's dude, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, true. Kyle. Uh, I've you, got it. I got down. Yeah. Give, give her uh give her a good roast.
3: I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even written any material. I gotta, I gotta write.
2: I'm gonna say that we will not press the button for that one. Yeah. Let's see about another one here. You become the most attractive person, in... oh no, that's the same one. Whoops. Oh, actually, we were in the um. Yeah, the majority of people would not do that, so that's cool. So you gain the ability to read minds. But oh, this is weird. But well, I
3: think you can. I can read Chris's mind right now, and I think uh, Chris uh, needs a coffee. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Don't.
1: Okay.
2: Don't talk to me until
3: I've had my coffee. <laughs> yeah, you have
2: honestly... the ability to read minds, but everyone you read will grow an extra head.
3: Yes.
1: Yes, like fucking like that has that's no hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious and it has no Impact on us <laughs> yeah, What
3: would you rather have, a good day or a bad day? Whose minds, yeah.
2: whose minds Would you would you read?
3: To give them uh. an
1: extra head?
2: Like who would look funny with multiple heads?
3: Let's see at the same time Three, Three two, two One, Chris,
1: Chris how left. Left.
2: I was gonna say match.
1: Honestly like I would probably want to read the mind of people that I'm curious to know what they're thinking. So probably like, you know, uh like if I'm around a woman I find attractive or like, I want to know what's on their mind. You know what I mean? But
2: then she'd have an extra head. Fuck it. Would that that's more head
1: No, yeah. I mean like I'm not trying to date them. I just want to know what they're thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm more into the thoughts,
2: kind of, kind I'm of not shallow. Ass.
1: Like you know, dude, I'm into like anything. Like if if she. Asks- but you just
3: said you wouldn't date someone with an annoying voice, so oh, you.
1: <laughs> well, because I'm not a fucking animal.
3: <laughs> hey, leave my in-laws out of this.
2: Oh, here's here's a hot button question.
3: Ready? Yeah.
2: The show Friends will come back for, for another season.
3: I nope.
2: <laughs> but Joey isn't there.
1: <laughs> okay, it's a dumb um, one
3: no yeah just no no Get brought no to you
1: by uh, the university of who gives a shit
2: yeah yeah that's a bad one
3: <laughs> yeah what a stupid question
2: let's see i want to find a good one here
3: do you want the worst thing about friends without the worst thing about friends
2: what is that the racist they don't have any black friends the worst thing
3: about friends is it being on tv again and the worst thing about friends is uh well really any of them <laughs> i think the, the real friends were the friends we made along the way you know what i mean
1: Aww. Yeah, honestly, like, you got to think of it like, yeah, all aboard the friendship.
2: Oh, toot toot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well put. That's that's what we call a tag in showbiz. <laughs> toot toot. Oh, toot, toot. God.
2: Here's, here's an interesting one. I think at one point in the group, I think feel at, at, at certain points in that group chat, we talked about everything. But at one point we were talking mm. about languages mm. and mm-hmm. what language we would learn. Mm-hmm. Uh and the question is, um so the situation is you instantly become fluent in any three languages you choose, but you can never meet anybody who speaks these languages.
3: <laughs> I would learn I would say yes. <laughs> You'd still wanna know? Learn. What?
2: You'd still wanna learn the languages, even though you can't yeah. really communicate with anybody else?
3: No.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean like that would
3: <laughs> I learn Aramaic. <laughs> Fuck you! So I could never have to speak to Chris again in my life. See, I would,
1: life. I would have said, um, well, I mean, yeah, like that kind of opens the door to like a lot of racist uh, thoughts. we yes. just Aramaic. Okay, what groups don't I like? Okay,
3: Aramaic, uh, French, and Pig Latin.
2: Oh, fucking Pig Latin! That me Spoken crazy. by
1: my, spoken by my, my I, wife's I,
2: parents.
3: I said this. With, I said this. With, Auto one time, I said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, you know, three languages." And you know, I kind of like perked up. It was like a uh, French, English, and a whole lot of baloney. <laughs> a whole lot of baloney.
1: I'm picking up what you're putting down.
2: Okay, are it, we now. are we doing this or not? We're are we going to learn languages or not?
3: Oh, uh... Yeah. we're not. No. Nah, why would we? So I don't want to seem be- like a racist. I only want to keep that uh, a secret. I don't want everyone else to know that I'm a racist.
1: That's right. I'm a deeply closeted racist man. I'm a
3: a deeply closeted racist man. (laughs) I'm I'm so good at it that uh, you would think that me and Chris are best friends. But we're not.
1: We're not. We don't get along well at all. It's been uh, uh, known for centuries that the Barnetts and the Halefs never got along.
3: Yeah, uh cuz uh Barnett's went over to uh, Turkey years and years ago, about 7 years ago. <laughs> and oh, fucking just oh. decimated the lefts.
2: Oh my god, I have a I have a moral dilemma uh uh-huh. based on what you guys thought romantic love was.
1: Yo, what up, girl?
2: Which was making somebody happy or make like and being upset that when they're upset. Mm-hmm. Um so the situation is the person you like would be really happy But they are dating one of your friends and will be out of your reach.
3: Oh, um, damn. So if I'm in a relationship, they're unhappy. It sounds like you're uh, the person you
2: like will be happy, but you can never be with them and they'll be dating your friend.
1: Oh, oh, God. Like, fuck that. Like, I. I don't yeah. give a shit about... Them.
2: That's what I, I thought,
1: too. I, their happiness means nothing to me if I'm not dating <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest. Like, there's no investment there. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm happy that you're dating my friend. No, if we're not dating, your happiness can eat my fucking dick.
0: <laughs> that. That's true. <laughs> so
2: that's you just like. saying that... <laughs> ahead, I would go. agree. It's It's at the end of the day, like... Like we always say those cliche things of like, I just want you to be happy. Just don't date me Oh uh, no,
1: you know what that is? That's uh, that's you and I've done that before. Trying to convince the person who's turning you down that maybe they'll think, well, you know, he, he might be a good guy. I think I'll take, no, it's just, uh, that's what they want you to say. And you're like, okay, cool. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'll be happy not dating you. And then they just go on with their lives. To mm,
2: that's true.
1: I'm not bitter about it or anything
3: like that. No. Anytime I've ever told an ex that I That I was still kind of Not friends with but like If i ever told an ex that like I'm happy for them for meeting someone new I do m- Mean that From a certain place I just don't necessarily Mean that that makes me happy Like just yeah, because yeah, I'm happy I- for you, Just because I'm happy you met someone new Doesn't mean I'm necessarily happy with the whole situation Yeah It's just like cool you moved on. That's great for you. See, I'm I, pretty. I still need some personal growth.
2: I'm pretty blunt and mm. just being like, I don't like any of this,
3: <laughs> and I don't want to seem like I'm just like I don't want to seem like I don't want. I'm just tr- taking some moral high ground, so it doesn't. So it seems like I'm the bigger person. Yeah. So it's easy to fake that, and it's easy to want to mm. seem like you're taking the moral high ground, or want Ooh. to take the moral high ground. But mm-hmm. I p- we talked about I this do. recently. There,
2: the high, the high road sucks, but it is there, a better there, way.
3: There is a, there is a genuineness to me saying that I'm happy for you. But. Yeah. I mean, I, even should though, clar- even, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry,
1: buddy. Like uh, just to kind of talk about what you're talking about. Yeah. I should clarify. I'm happy. Like with the women that I told you about earlier, the ones that I, I didn't date and mm-hmm. they ended up meeting people. Um, I'm happy for them because as much as I, care about them, and I still like them. I'm friends with a lot of them. I didn't feel those feelings for them. Mm-hmm. If I felt those feelings for them, and then they started see- seeing somebody else, then I probably wouldn't be so happy about
3: it. Yeah, it's, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better that they ended up with someone that wanted it more. Exactly. So they, so they can both have that. Yeah, I've yeah.
2: had that told to me before. If
3: you, if you guys stuck it out, then you'd be way more unhappy.
1: Oh my god, yeah, dude. The I can best think decision you about- ever made.
3: A million thing, a million, really, a million. But I can think of all of the relationships that I've had where it's like I absolutely should have stuck that up, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that I got out of there.
2: Well, and it's, I think wow, it's, you're it's,
3: learning so much about me now. Isn't this nice that you finally get to open up Kyle's brain?
2: I'm I love it, but also I don't. I want to say to the guys, uh, dating or being fooling around with a girl who you know likes them likes you more and once more the right best thing you can do is to fucking end it.
1: Mm. Yeah, 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 you don't want to be in a situation she... where you like or they like you a lot more than you like them.
2: Cuz that's where you, things was... get really messy and that is where you are you are intentionally making a decision that is prolonging the hurt of somebody that you supposedly care about.
3: I was in the pretty much same scenario as you were mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, like, I'm coming out this, of yeah, 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 this is but this is like was f- four or five years ago now, but like yeah i w- I want a relationship, and she didn't, but she kept prolonging it just to keep stringing me along, so yeah. she had, so she had an option if all her other options failed through, she's like, oh, well, I know Kyle's into me for oh. sure yeah i don't want a, I don't want a relationship with Kyle, but I know it's comfort. Her- <sighs> if some guy doesn't want to have sex with me, then I know I can just go to Kyle and he'll do it because Kyle's a fucking sap. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you something. A few years back, I was in that predicament too.
3: Yeah. Um, were you on what end?
2: What, what I end was the on?
1: one who wanted something and she didn't. Okay. Fact, she yeah. met somebody else. Like while I was seeing her. Okay. And yeah. So here's what's happened. What happened? We were seeing each other. I liked her. Um, and then she messaged me one day and she goes, Hey, I met somebody else. But like, I'm like, she was like, I'm so sorry. I hope we can still be friends. And I, I just told her, just like, I'm not happy about it. I don't want to be your friend. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm honestly like, you know, this is, I'm, of course I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Then like, I think a year went by and I'm on Bumble and uh, I accidentally matched with her. Oh. She was on it. And then she messaged me and she goes, LOL. Like, you know, I thought you hated me or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, this was an accident. I didn't mean to match with you. And then oh. she goes like, Oh, like, uh, like you may want to grab a drink and catch up. And I knew what she like, the thing that she had didn't work out. Yep. And so now mm. I was kind of like the backup, like, Oh, I know Chris You're on the hook. And that I told her, sucks. I, and I said this to her, it sounds, it sounds so cheesy, but it's kind of, it's true. I said, no, I'm good. I'm the same guy who wasn't good enough for you then, and you're just not good enough for me now. And then that's what it was. I, Chris,
2: fucking, I love that.
1: And then I was like, you know what? I, I, look, when I burn a bridge, I, 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 I will burn it. And I, I you burned to the, the reason ground. why I'm, I, I was, it sounds kind of petty, but at the same time, like I, I did have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. I liked her. And then to leave me for somebody else while I was seeing her, that's a whole another thing altogether. So, um, yeah, yeah I, uh, you know, that's how that happened, and uh, haven't heard from her since. Which is that great.
2: is, and it is so easy to go to the. Let's try to have a normal friendship.
1: <clears throat> well, you she can't didn't be friends even... with
2: someone you're in love with. Yeah. That's...
1: Mm-hmm. If you're in love with I someone they say... don't love you
2: back, you can't be friends. You yeah, gotta I'll... sever that shit.
1: In love is strong in terms of that situation for me, but I definitely had feelings. Strong I definitely feelings. Had
2: feelings. Yeah. yeah, my situation is like straight up in love. Like, like have said the words. So I'm yeah. like, we I, we uh, can't be fooling each other here and thinking uh, a normal friendship can come of this. Maybe maybe down the road, like yeah. maybe after space, maybe sure. if we deal with our bullshit separately and independently, and like meet up again years from now. Maybe we can be friends. But um, Yeah, it,
1: it takes two I'm, I'm, to tango.
2: Takes yeah, it sure does. Because what I was I was gonna ask you guys for advice on getting over somebody what okay. your advice would be.
3: It's, not, it's just going to sound cliche, but it's really a, a time yeah. thing. It's really just time. And it's like just having little, to, to as little interaction as possible. Because,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So oh, block- God. well, we've had this discussion before, Sarah. Yes, I where- know.
2: And I didn't listen. <laughs> I,
1: I It's cutting that person off completely because you need, like Kyle said, time to get over them. Yeah. And... I mean, in my situation, it wasn't that one, but there was a situation from fucking 2013, 14. Mm. I was like in love with this person. Uh, Well, maybe again, in love is, I don't even know what in love is, but like, I like this person a lot. I put it out there. Didn't, you know, she chose somebody else. And I, the way I dealt with it was I cut her off of everything and uh, I lost 80 pounds, <laughs> but like a healthy way, like we, M and I were talking about this earlier, but I got healthy, like yeah. from my body, I needed to, and, um, yeah, I just, you know, I focused my energy into that. I focused into like transitioning into journalism. I quit being an accountant. I just, I made a lot of changes to my life and, uh, yeah, that's how I got over it. But like, it wouldn't have happened in like two months. It, need, it, it took me a while to get over it. It's like time is, uh. Time is uh, is a devil of a lady.
2: But it's like adverting your focus. Like your focus is no longer on a person. It's on, it's on like your career, hobbies, like doing yeah. better for yourself, getting better for yourself.
1: Yeah. I think just for me, it was just not sitting around. And I'm not saying any of you do this, but I'm just oh, saying like, well, <laughs> not sitting around feeling. I did that for maybe two days where I sat around, felt sorry for myself. And then, oh, I, was
3: God, just, yeah. and then I was
1: just like, nah, fuck that fuck that like go out do something be pro- pre- be productive mm-hmm. like every day make a little bit of an effort to better y- your life it sounds cliche yes. but that's what i did and it helped it helped
2: that is very actually Scott McLean sent me a clip of Jordan Peterson on Rogan talking about this and how <laughs> I'm yeah. done with it. <laughs> what?
1: Uh,
0: what? Uh, Scott I mean,
2: gets very motivational speaker on me. No, no, it it's not.
1: It's not Scott. It's it's Jordan Peterson in particular. But
3: hey, I, I always I go I go to uh, whatever I wanted to learn how to be a reasonable person. Is Jordan it, Peterson? I um. It's probably. Jordan. I turned to Ben Shapiro, the most reasonable oh, man. Oh
1: Yeah, Jordan Peterson's a he's a very polarizing guy. Like when you listen to a clip of him, like in something of that nature, yeah, he, I'm sure, like it sounds super reasonable. But he also does have a lot of other thoughts on things that. Oh are- shit. Super questionable. Oh, so. I
2: didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's Jordan or not. But there's plenty of people that you can listen to. Like not to say that like the words that he said were wrong there. I'm sure he said something very poignant.
2: It was similar. Yeah, it was, he was talking is a bit about of a- little making yourself little goals rather than big ones. Like what yeah. whether that's if you're in a heap of depression, if your one goal is to just do the dishes, do that the next day, do something slightly better yeah. or bigger yeah yeah
1: and and i think that's that's not exclusive to him i think there's a lot of people who've said that and it's true i think just little kind of things where it's just like i'm gonna make my bed i'm gonna yeah. clean uh, i'm gonna mow the lawn or whatever um
2: what a privilege yeah. to mow a lawn
1: yeah oh dude mowing lawns because like, you know i i own a mansion and uh mm-hmm. I, I i make so much money off of comedy just you know movies and just skyrocketing and fame like you know i, I don't want to get into it i'm worth twenty million dollars. Here's the thing: like um, when I mow my lawn, um, and I got one of those ones that you ride on. I'm not a fucking scum, like you know. I don't, <laughs> my dad got a ride-on lawnmower, a push mower. Uh, nah, I'm kidding. Um, I do like mowing the lawn though. When I'm at my parents',
2: I gotta tell you, I really hate hearing it. Do
3: time. you have a? Do you have a ride-on lawnmower? No, 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 no. They have. Oh, a push okay. one.
1: They have a push one. But my it's. Fun. Dad, I like my it. Dad, fun.
3: My old man transition to a a rod on lawnmower and it's like favorite thing in the whole world but like when back when he had a a push mower i was when i was living at home he made me do it once freaked the fuck out of me what a bad job (laughs) i did and i never did it again (laughs) that's funny i like it I, i combated him back pretty hard and I think that that was like, okay, maybe Kyle just doesn't get them mow the lawn. <laughs> I
2: do think that lawn maintenance people are one of the most hated. Pe- like, cause I sleep late. And when I hear that fucking weed whacker it's of and my apartment's also a level. So I no. hear it as loud as fuck. And it's so annoying to me. Well,
1: it's different. It's different lawn, when somebody's contracted to like clean up around an apartment, whereas somebody's doing it just around their own home. You know what I mean? True.
2: Yeah.
3: And they are one of the most hated people in the world. You know, a lawn. Uh, Parking enforcement, uh, also up there. Uh, lawn uh, maintenance people, uh, minorities, uh, most
2: <laughs> <the> people. People <laughs> speak
1: Aramaic. Yeah, of course. I didn't say anything about that. Well, you know what? You said it with your eyes.
2: Kyle, do we have any more sponsors for this episode before we close out?
3: No, but I, <laughs> I, I was reading the news earlier.
2: Do we want to replug um, Greg... E.G.
3: Greg's Eggs in Bags. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> no problem. <clears throat> Today's episode was brought to you by E.G. Greg's Eggs in Bags. Hey, eggheads. Boy, nothing beats being depressed and only eating eggs for every meal. Hey, Chris. You said Answer me. You, you
1: from your lips to God's ears, Kai.
3: Do you uh do you know what what's so great about um, e.g. Greg's eggs and bag in bags is
1: Chris? <laughs> no, but I'm sure you're about to tell me
3: why, Chris. Those eggs by e.g. Eggs, or sorry, e.g. Greg's uh, bag eggs is that uh, why they're directly imported from Baghdad for all you. <laughs> Egg bag, egg dads. Hey, Father's Day is coming up. And what old man over the age of 50 with more than three children loves more than a nice egg? Well, you can get him a bag of 300 at E.G. Greg's Eggs in Bags. Hey, Chris. Hey, go. Do you know where they come from? egg hey, dad that's right that is that is the number one import of eggs <laughs> is bag yeah. and bagels too boy like, this
1: podcast really went off the rails didn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyways go into the store today uh, no disc- discount code just ask for the eggs <laughs> They tell you that they're, they're a mix of eggs. Why, there Chris?
2: they dates, right? Uh,
3: yes, you can get an egg from three weeks ago. And you can even get an egg from four weeks into the future via a live chicken in the bag. It's, it's not ethical, but hey, it does <laughs> the job. <laughs> Where do I get my eggs from? Why, you can get them from, e.g., Greg's. <laughs> eggs and bags um i don't know how much it cost i didn't look and do it
1: <laughs> bravo cow. best bravo.
2: sponsor ever guys this was fun thank you both for coming hey. on and <clears throat> no being my transition back into podcasting after being depressed as fuck for three weeks so thank you
1: well you know what this will probably be uh hopefully knock on uh would that is not Ouch. that is. Um... <laughs> uh, Why did you no... do that, Chris? I'm so sorry, Kyle. I didn't mean to do that to you. I didn't. The last thing I would ever want to do is hurt you. But what I was gonna say was, hopefully, this is the last Zoom podcast you do for a while, and you can have people in person again.
2: Hopefully, can we all do a thumbs up? I no, want in a... only me and Kyle. Oh, okay. Stay out. Okay. This is the thumbnail.
1: Nah, come on, come on, buddy.
2: We're doing that too. Yeah,
1: we're doing it. Look at that! Look at that! Ah, oh, ah. Oh.
2: We we're, we're having
1: fun. We truly do have fun,
2: guys. Can the <laughs> listeners follow you anywhere? Not like physically in person down the street, right. but I mean on social media or or anything.
1: Uh, Kyle, how about you start?
3: Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at Kyle Barnett Comedy Dum Dum.
2: The longest am, Instagram handle ever. Every time uh, I tag you, it takes up like...
3: Oh, so yeah, and by space. the way,
1: dumb is spelled D-U-M-D-U-M.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's spelled the dumb way.
2: It. Yeah, you,
3: you can just write it, put it on the graphic somewhere, so I'm sure. <laughs> we do have money for that yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: you can see down here my... If you link in bio, Instagram, Chris all oh, one word... And, uh, yeah, if you want comedy stuff, go there. I do have a Twitter, but that's strictly for news. So,
2: yeah. And don't, yeah, y- we might, yeah. You can see Chris Halef's face on uh, Halifax Noises Instagram almost every single day.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you know what's actually kind of, before that's, we up, that's actually going to kind of like freak me out that if one stand-up is back, there's going to be more people who might recognize me and be like, hey, aren't you the guy who tells us about COVID-19? <laughs> And then when I'm on there those, talking about fluffers.
2: I'm assuming when you do those updates, it's just a copy and pasted tweet that you update, right?
1: I have a template, and then I take the numbers, and then I, I put them, uh, whatever the new numbers are, and then I, I just tweet it.
3: Right. Yeah, what Chris does, actually, is he uh, writes down all the numbers, like potential numbers, and he puts them in like a bowl, and he sort of fishes them around, and he's like, oh, okay, today we only have 52 cases. <laughs> That's what Even I do okay. my, my
2: favorite thing is that you put the updates in the chat so I don't have to do any work. I just wake up and open the chat and there's an update from Chris.
1: Oh yeah, well if there's like a big announcement like today, I figure that's something that impacts everybody and that you guys would love to know so I was like, okay, just so you guys know, you'll be able to hug each other next time you see each other.
2: I think you're one of the people most excited to hug
1: Chris. Oh, that's that's
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what a fun podcast!
2: This was. I want to thank you both for being such good friends lately, too. Hey, Nori's,
0: nice. um,
1: Hey, guys.
2: and, and oh, I have been nice.
1: good friends for quite some time, but we feel uh, all right extending the uh, the gift of friendship and gab with our friend Sarah McClellan on Instagram, on Facebook, on antidepressants, Only whatever fans. it is, <laughs> all kinds of shit, Only
3: OnlyFans. Yeah, right. I'm actually oh, thinking defense. about making
2: one. My friend Frankie has one, and she's like, "You should just do it and like, I just has? see and just see uh, <laughs> Mina- see wow. if people <laughs> sign up." And I might, I might just see because she has like three, and she doesn't even do anything. Your like, friend Frankie
1: Stallone. <laughs> hey Kyle, do you hear what I
3: say? I saw her. Oh I <laughs> and Chris, I will say this from I'll say this to the both of you at the bottom of my heart as friends. And comedians and podcast hosts and radio hosts, uh, you are the most consistent in the city uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Aww. Uh, Aww. I never liked any of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old Don Rickles. Oh, yeah, listeners, yeah. You,
2: need to, you need to check out Kyle and Brandon our podcast. You hear the ad every week anyway, but I'm playing <laughs> yeah, it again.
3: And, I did two uh, episodes
1: and, with them. Listen to those and none of the other ones. They
2: and, didn't intoxicate
1: uh, and takeover?
3: I, I, and, yeah, and I don't know for sure, but I think we'll be starting to do it again. Yeah. We got, we got a couple ideas and projects in the works. We'll hopefully be putting out soon.
2: Fuck yeah. I'm excited for things to just get back rolling. Like, let's just fucking do this summer, right? I'm just like,
1: excited to get back into the meat and potatoes of things. That's oh, what I'm excited
3: about. Baba booey, baba booey.
2: Well, that's <laughs> it. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. And we're going to pretend I'm going to put this here we're gonna get you guys to pretend to ring a bell. This bell. Okay. Like like idiots. We're gonna look like idiots here. One, two, three, go. Mm -hmm. Ring that bell. Ding. Ding. That's it. All right.